This episode of TMS is brought to you by Magic Spoon. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS to build your own custom variety box and try it today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout and get free shipping. Coming up on TMS, Euclidean Ukrainian Circadian Rhythm. Gidget Von Lespew. Press here to smell oranges. Pon, pon, pon. Avoid the twat cake. Get me booger. Is Scott's mom PCI or scuzzy? Don't get Tom Selleck wet. Pick up some cash inverters. Cocktail from the prawn shop trippy dippy hippie lady long life for a man crusty space fingers talking to your parts with wendy and more on this episode of the morning stream my name is eileen divine and i run that train that's awesome no way that's awesome i run that train that's cool trains are big bigger than a lot of kids think they are and trains don't stop that easy whose horse is that the morning stream this car smells weird good morning everybody welcome back to tms it is the morning stream for december 3rd 2020 it is thursday uh last i checked and i'm scott johnson and he's brian ibbett hi brian (laughs) it is thursday you're absolutely right there is no disputing it Yep. Thursday. The I stand third by it. I stand December. by it. No recounts, no double checks, no uh, court anything. No it's claiming. Just, we don't need to claim. Nope. Can't uh, claim it's Thursday. It just is Thursday. Say, regardless of what day it really is, we're going to claim that today is yeah. Thursday. I'm not just saying it's Thursday. It's literally Thursday. It's literally. And I don't even Thursday. like using the word literally too often. You know, you got to no. use it sparingly no. because literal is a, it's a powerful word. It means. It means, you know, something when you say it. So when I say exactly. it's Thursday, I freaking mean it is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, I hate the overuse of, of literal. I hate, well, not the overuse. I hate the misuse of literal. Yeah. Why does that happen so much, do you think? Because people really want to add emphasis to specific things that they say. And they think the word literal is like underlining or bold-facing a word when they're speaking yeah why do they why, why what's wrong with everyone stop it yeah i don't know because they they you know people people and their misuse of the words yeah quit it english is easy <laughs> my video choppy the tv's travis says my videos yeah choppy. you're a little you're, you're a little on the yeah. internet's low and being weird sign sound, uh, sound i had an issue with dropbox and uh so i'm just gonna quit dropbox i wish i knew how to quit dropbox yeah um and I will uh, fire it back up afterwards. I had to reinstall it last night, and which means, oh, you uh, you've uninstalled and reinstalled Dropbox. I guess what we need to do is re-upload everything you've ever uploaded to Dropbox. Oh, even though it's already up here and you already have it on your your local. I hate when they do that. Oh, it's, it drives that's me busted. Mad. So yeah. I should be a lot better now, right? Yes. Mm? Uh, so far, yeah. Your video stopped being hitchy, and your voice. Like if I move my head slowly back and forth like this there's no chop still a little chop but not terrible okay but your voice is well maybe your voice say some things <laughs> here's me talking i'm talking now this is me uh, saying words out of my mouth hole. oh it's still yeah you're still a little little rotten on still that a little side. choppy all yeah, right it's probably figuring its business out yeah we'll figure it out we'll, we'll let it uh, take its time and if it gets terrible yeah, we'll exactly. pause and we'll deal with it it's fine exactly we've exactly. had worse problems no i have not yet installed oh. my my night how my nighthawk router because i attempted to and realized that my 
PPOE password uh, must have changed because it was not it was not allowing me to connect to the internet. So oh. I had to go back to my old router, which has that stuff built in or not built in, but entered in. Yeah. And I need to call the um, DSL company and say, "Hey, what's my password? Can yeah. you reset it?" Yeah. That'll be. That's not a thing they just give you easy access for when you're talking with CenturyLink. They're kind of a pain that that's way. Right. They are a big pain in the butt. Sorry, PPPOE. PPPOE. I left out a P. I left out a P. Yeah. Never left out and leave your, get all your P's and put them together. And what do you got? <laughs> it's not, it's not PO. It's not PPO. It's PPPO. <laughs> PPPO. I like that a lot. All right, I'm going to, uh, uh, so there was a, a lot of nice, very nice comments and concern yesterday after an announcement I made on Twitter that my mom uh, had gotten a diagnosis for something. And it's actually really, it's it's good news compared to what it could have been. Uh, mm -hmm. She's, keep this in mind, my mom is 82 years old. She is, she is up there, uh, up in the, up in the golden years, you know, she's way up there. And um this that's the only thing that makes this a little precarious because at her age is sort you know any sort of surgery is a little bit more risky than it would be for say you or me um yeah. but they found so she's it's really weird she's basically <laughs> this is going to be an odd thing to to describe but she's basically over the last 6 months and we just thought it was just covid malaise like sort of just like oh you know everyone we hate it it's a little depressing or whatever but she would do things like stare out the window for hours and look at a tree and not stop looking at that tree. And she would see things in the tree, like cool patterns and stuff. Or she mm. would be like, she was explaining the other day, she was looking at this pair of pajamas that had a whole bunch of penguins on it. And mm. they all have different hats and different stuff on. And it's hanging over the this thing. And she stared at it for 45 minutes. And John was like, what are you looking at? And she's like, I think I... I think I want to know who this artist is and I'm, and I'm super interested in all these little faces and like she has this weird new kind of hmm. strange focus Discovery. and we didn't know what it was but she's becoming yeah. me basically like she <laughs> and, and she even said it she goes I think I under, I think I'm starting to understand why I thought you were so weird when you were younger because I would do this I'd stare off into space forever I'd see weird patterns and things I'd, I'd, I'd I could be happy in a room with just a weird wallpaper that I could then look at and I'd have my own stories happening on these on these wallpapers and things and sure so I was kind of a weird goofy kid and she she even told me she told me last night she goes I think I finally get it and I said well well mom I, I sure hate for this reason to be the reason that you finally get it but sure this is that's fine but basically this is what what's happened in the last six months she's been kind of behaving strangely a lot of us were worried about like maybe dementia or you know we didn't know mm -hmm. we don't know what the early signs sure. are or, or sometimes those can be nebulous Finally got her with a proper neurologist, and uh, they did a bunch of testing. And he had a he had a notion. He's like, mm, I want to do a CT scan. I just want to see what's up. So they do a CT scan, and they scan her entirely, including her her brain. And they found a tumor the size of a tangerine or so. It's pretty big. Oh wow, that's really big. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty big. It's on the inside of her skull, but not in her brain, and it's not cancerous. It's a okay. non-cancer ball that's up front and has been growing. They estimate for twelve years. Holy um, cow! So slow. So she's been having headaches and stuff too. No, from none like of that. None of that. None of that stuff. Wow. No tremors. No headaches. Okay. But and he says the reason for that is if it was over here, over here, somewhere else in the skull, you would have probably had all kinds of issues. But up mm -hmm. front. What it does is it presses presses against your frontal lobe, 
And that pressure is causing this weird dip into not, uh, you know, just her getting kind of um, trippy and weird. Like, just yeah, which not, is an yeah. interesting. God, the brain is such a weird thing, right? It I mean, really it's like, so you know, weird. you press on this area and all of a sudden you're uh, everything smells like oranges. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Right, it is weird, and the, and as they were it's explaining really it to me, I was just like, "Oh man, I forgot that it, all it takes is a little bit of pressure in one place, and then things start to change." So she doesn't mm-hmm. even know what's happening, and she like the doctor's like, "Look, what I'm telling you right now, you would just deny probably, and it's okay because you don't you don't notice it because that's the nature mm-hmm. of this. It's being your brain is being smushed, and it's not self aware of why you're of these mm-hmm. behavior changes." But everyone sure. around you can see it. So they had this whole conversation. And it was kind of this like, oh, okay, finally, we know what the frick is going on. And again, it hasn't been like really bad. It's messed with her sleep schedule and it's done some other stuff. But for the most part, it's made her kind of a hippie. Like just kind of a <laughs> trippy, dippy, hippie lady. Right. And, yeah, uh, right. It's real weird. Anyway, so it is operable. Normally, they could just do it right away. They have to wait till the end of January because of COVID overflow at all the hospitals, including the cancer yeah. centers and that sort of stuff. And so uh, it's it's not cancer, but, you know, similar extraction of a, of a tumor. So right. probably going right. to do I mean, the they, same they, they, they initially, same way with the, uh, it wouldn't be a lumpectomy. It would be a tumor. Uh, yeah, what do you call that? I, mean, there's sure there's a, a, I know there's a word for it, right. but she wouldn't have to go through chemo, radiation, or anything like that because it's not cancerous. Right. And there there was a time in her life, had this been when she was like 30 or 40, what they would do is they would take it out with surgery and then also use a form of radiation. Nothing so harsh as what you would get for a cancerous tumor, but a kind of radiation mm. that would attack the tumor directly and then stop it from new growth. But what they're saying is, come January 20-whatever, they'll go in there take it out and then they'll only get like 85% of it and the Mm. rest they'll leave because it would take another 12 to 15 years to grow at at any rate and she's 82 and we're kind of you know we're we're at that stage of her life where doing more than that could put her at risk by getting too close to the brain and that sort of stuff so the only so 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 all of that is better news than it could have been could have been way worse this could have been like one of those in the brain you know horrible cancer tumors could have been a million other things. It could have been real bad. The only downside of all, or the it's all a downside, but the only real bummer is that at her age, this is a very risky surgery. So mm-hmm. uh, that's still a thing that sort of hangs over this. Plus, she's made to wane all this time because it's just it pisses me off. But the hospitals are just freaking overrun right now. Mm-hmm. There is mm-hmm. nothing but COVID wall to wall, and nobody because can get anything Halloween done. Halloween parties because of uh, post-election uh, celebration. Yeah, parties we don't even and, we don't even know how much of this, you know, how much Thanksgiving will ding us. Yeah, I know. But yeah. um, as a result, she has to kind of sit it out. So anyway, that's what's going on, and she she'll be all right. She'll uh, she'll I think she's gonna she'll be fine. And and by and it's so slow growing that's that's not like between now and January anything will change. It's just. Sure. It's just right. sitting there. It's not going to go from a tangerine to a grapefruit or something. No. But space, you know, like you've got this thing in your head that's that's uh, that's taking up all this space and pushing things around. If it were me, like when they're in there uh, and they're taking that out, I'm like, so now that I've got some room in there, can you 
could you install some extra memory? <laughs> could you put in some more RAM? Yeah, if you're in there already. But what if you're out of expansion you know, slots or you're like an the old... Space, well, it just made its own new expansion slot. Like, it just pushed the other expansion slots to the side and created new space for a new expansion slot. I so, see. Uh, okay. Well, maybe you're like a, 19, or you're like a 2007 <laughs> iMac. You got no expansion. Like it's just <laughs> right. Well, yeah. There's that. Yeah. yeah, that video card is staying. You're not getting any better. <laughs> it's it's per it's welded in. You're not you're not removing that thing. Well, anyway. So thanks for all the nice concerns and stuff on Twitter and all that. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, well, Dice Tomato sent us an article about uh, Phineas Gage. So I will copy it and put it into our Discord so we can look at it later. What is Phineas Gage? I don't know. He's a neuroscience's most famous patient. Oh. He's an accident with a tamping iron made Phineas Gage history's most famous brain injury survivor. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll put in our I'll put in our uh, Discord here so that you can check it out uh, afterwards. All right, cool. My um the only the only, the only other bummer here is that we have a relative, mm-hmm. not going to say who. But mm-hmm. we have a relative who thinks that he's got some multi-level marketing snake oil that will shrink the tumor and require no surgery oh no so the very really? first thing out of this person's mouth was oh you take these and yeah that's all it'll take i promise you they know about this at john hopkins but nobody will report it because the medical industry doesn't want you to know that it'll it'll cost them billions a year if they just knew how these pills went i'm like dude freaking i'm gonna jump through this phone and tear one of your testicles off and chew it real hard and put it back <laughs> like what are you doing to me what right, are you doing right exactly yes me and wendy are pissed about that but anyway uh as a result okay thank you but uh no but thank you but no thank yeah, you we're not no. doing that are you kidding yeah. i mean yeah what a i won't surprise <laughs> you that this person is also very conspiratorial hoax, generally uh, speaking i was gonna ask you if they were a um covid hoax covid hoax no but a lot of sort of like well i know the virus is real but the reporting and like all you know uh, there's always a little something around the edges where they're always like well, you know, I'm pretty sure uh, uh, f- freaking Lyndon B. Johnson had uh, had Kennedy killed because, uh, oh, you know, just this kind of stuff. Now, here's the thing. I love this person. Yeah. I really, truly do. Like, I love them. They're great. They're family. Mm-hmm. And when we're not talking about any of that stuff, freaking th- thumbs way up. But when this stuff comes up, I'm just like, get me out of this room or I'm going to pop. I can't do it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, don't Dang do it, Carter. <laughs> sorry carter oh shoot i've said too much no oh no oh i said it in. it's just that. so stupid anyway uh moving on let's get uh oh it's it's that time of the month <laughs> sort of it's it's that time of last month in this month yeah that's right and uh that means it's time for us to do a little trivial things action you know it you love it it's time for brian and i to be tested our metal to be tested in the areas that we either know little or nothing about Hopefully, we know something today. Uh, we'll find out shortly. I think we do. I, I, I secretly know what our topic is. Oh, today, you do. I haven't okay, done nice. Well, only, only she told me this morning that it's not like I studied or anything. So, well, fair enough. Here's here's a here's our theme. Trivial things. It's time for Gidget Von Larue, all the way from Australia. Gidget, hello. Not there. Not answering. Nope. Oh, 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 oh there she is. Hi. Oh, there she is. How are you? Hello. Can you hear us? I got, I got to mute you guys. Hang on, wait. Right, Do you go. hear us now? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we didn't there have to call are. in the colonel. The colonel can rest at three a.m. <laughs> He's out there. Oh, is he? All right. What are you guys yeah. doing at three o'clock in the morning or whatever it is? It's too early for you guys. What are you doing? Well, I stay up all night anyway, but he 
he's already been to bed, so he wakes up to sort this all out oh, for me. God. And then he goes back to bed. You owe him a huge favor or something. I don't want to. Yeah. What time do you normally get blowy. up? <laughs> like, so, so in the next the next day after staying up until three o'clock in the morning on a regular mm-hmm. schedule, what time do you usually get up uh, the next day? What's your usual? Yeah. Um. Uh. Sometimes twelve thirty lunchtime, and sometimes like today I slept till three. Man. In the afternoon. Wow, okay. Yeah. That's a. That's so I'm like a, I'm like a shift worker just without a job. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> if I was well, so lately, I've I've found. Oh, go ahead, I found that I know uh, six. I get six hours of sleep, and I'm for whatever reason I'm fine. If I go to bed at ten thirty or eleven o'clock, I'm up at five in the morning, regardless. So I figured out, oh, well, I'll just stay up until midnight, go to bed, and I get up at six, and I'm totally fine. And I feel like, I feel like I'm cheating, or I'm going to be paying for this somehow. But so far, it's it's like, yeah, I wake up at six without any sort of grogginess. I don't fall asleep during the day. Do I just need six hours exactly of sleep and that's it? Maybe. Maybe know. you found well, you your... You know what? Uh, I, think, I think everyone's different. I mean, I used to date a guy mm-hmm. that had two hours sleep. Mm. That was it. That's that's all he needed. I need mm. like I need nine to ten hours of <laughs> Tina's sleep. like that too. She needs, yeah. Yeah, she needs a, a, good, a good amount of time. So, so. maybe your Euclidean, yeah. uh, what's it called? U- Ukrainian clock or rhythm, whatever it is. What's uh, it called? Circadian, circadian rhythm. Circadian yes. Rhythm. yes. That's it. Yes. So it's not, yes. it's not Ukrainian then? I got that wrong. I know that no, oh, it's Colonel, not Ukrainian. Colonel coming in. Hang on. Alert. Okay. Oh. Hang on. Oh, incoming Colonel. 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 No. No. Choppers. Oh. No. All right. No, you just. <laughs> ah! Tell the colonel that uh, everything's fine here in the camp. We don't We're need good. any. We're all yeah, good. We're my my good. new sleep schedules really improved my Torghast game. I'll yeah, say that. Course, I'll, bet really, uh... I'll bet you. I'll bet you. Knocking that thing out <laughs> on the really daily now with Brian. Helping things out there. Yeah. Well, uh, it's good to have you here, and uh, we're going to play. Thank again. you. Uh, I don't know what the topic is, so you'll have to tell me, but this is where we play a little trivia between me and Brian. We alternate questions, and at the end, we'll see who wins. Uh, take it away, Gidget. What are we doing? All right. Well, first of all, out of the gate, and I don't know whether you boys have heard this or not because you've been asleep um, for a short amount of time, um, mm-hmm. but a Hugh Keynes burn who was toe cutter yeah. in Mad Max in 1979 and Immortal oh, no. Joe in oh. 2015 passed away today. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you oh, hadn't just heard, saw, We just watched him in – I hadn't heard this, no. So we just watched him in the original Mad Max. And, yeah. Uh, mm. Yep, toe cutter. I guess he, so he was in – there was another Mad Max movie that he was in. <laughs> Didn't yeah, realize want, there were more than three. Yeah, do you Mad want Max me to? Movies. I can so tell you about it. After, yeah. Do you want? Do you want to know details? I can tell you all about it. I can tell you about the uh, the one <laughs> you don't know about. Yeah, you boys need to go for a drink to the pub and talk about Mad Max. But yeah, it, I mean, a lot of Americans didn't know the original Mad Max from 1979. You guys were all kind of introduced to it with Mad Max Two, mm-hmm. uh, the Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and then you guys went and dubbed over it. Yeah. Um, but he was he was great as Toe Cutter. Um, uh, Candelini wants his hand back. Yeah, he's, uh, he's super. So, he's yeah, super creepy sadly, on that. Yeah, we we so. just did it for Film Sack, and it was it was uh, his performance was actually the it was the best thing in the movie. Like everybody else kind of sucked, yeah. but he yeah. was he was great. And the version that's on Netflix or Prime or wherever we watched it uh, is back to the original cut, so there's no dub. Um, so that was Thank interesting because the only other version I'd ever seen was the dubbed one. So this was it was like seeing it new again. Um, but yeah, yeah, and Morton Joe, man, shiny and chrome on the road to Valhalla. It sucks. 73 years old, though. Nice long life. And apparently a super nice for guy. For a man. Yeah. For a man, yeah. Yeah, for we, a man. Us women, us women we, sort of, we sort of go down a bit 
you know, and and then and then we sort of hang in there right at the end. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just remember, don't get hooked on water, everybody. You'll you'll crave it and become addicted to it, and it'll run your life. That's that's the advice you gave us in Fury Road. Okay, uh, well, let's get to it then. Uh, in that knowing, right. in that rest in peace moment, let's now move to trivia. What do we got? Let's now have some fun with trivia. I'm, I'm moving. I'm hiding Yay. the chat room now. Goodbye, chat room. Oh yeah, bye, chat. A little bit. You're out of here. Bye, bye, bye. chat room, and hello, listeners yeah. as well. Because I had I had somebody. I went to shopping about three weeks ago down about an hour from us in Penrith, a place called Penrith, and we were at the, the seafood market and a girl came up to me with her husband and she said, oh, my God, are you Gidget Von LaRue from the, the morning stream? <laughs> oh, wow. No way. I couldn't, I, like, I, I thought my partner was playing a joke on me and had, like, gone to this woman and said, oh, go up and say that. Right, and she's like, right. oh, no, no, I love the morning stream. So you say hello to your listener in Penrith. I didn't get her name. But she loves you guys. She listens to you every morning when she drives to work, and she watches your videos as well. So say hi, Penrith lady. All right, we're going to say hello, hello uh, listener uh, from Penrith. Penrith Pe- yep. Pen- Penelope is what we'll call her. We don't know. What <laughs> Penrith Penelope. Penelope. Yeah. What's, what's a common Until Australian? She gives us another name. She's Penrith Penelope. Yeah. What's her? What's yep. a common yep. uh, f- female name in Australia? Sheila. 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 All right, Sheila. We're calling her and Sheila. Bruce. Bruce oh, and we've Sheila. Got, we've got a lot of bo- the, uh... got a lot of bogan names. Um, Sharon. <laughs> Oh, Kylie, <laughs> really, Sharon? Yeah. Oh, Kylie's, Sharon, yeah, of Kyle's, yeah. You know, Shaz. Anything that you can shorten, yeah, is, like, is a proper oh, yeah. bogan right. name. Y'all like, y'all like the yeah. shortenings over there. I've noticed that. That's good though. Barbie mm-hmm. and all. Yeah. Prezies. It's time to open yeah. some prezies. Yeah. Prezies. Yeah. Prezies. 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 The dumb thing Mackers. about prezies is prezies is the same number of syllables as presents. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, you, yeah, I, I want. I want. Right, you're not saving anything, but you're just. You're just. Uh, Ozzyizing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I say yeah. I get Aussie because like Aussie is two, whereas Australia sure. is three. I get it. You made a savings mm-hmm. there, right? But Prezies and Prezies. I mean, even worldwide, no one calls us Australians anymore. They call us Aussies. So oh, yeah, everyone's taken Australia to it. Four, by the way. Who you do? Yeah, shortened Australia. It's four syllables. There, uh, yeah, it's good. Oh, Australia. Oh, Australia. 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 Brian's, Brian's going a bit sort of techno at the moment. Yeah, he's he's <sighs> been a, a little off. One more time. He's been a little left yeah. today. We don't know what's up with the, his internet, but it, it's not like it cuts you out completely. But you just are a little fuzzball. Ah, sorry. sorry. <clears throat> Comes and goes. Sorry, it's, it's like kind a, of groovy. It's groovy. <laughs> yeah, just start singing a song. From well, the until 90s. It, if it collapses entirely, well, that's all another issue. But right now, it's it's good enough, so we're okay. Not too worried oh, about it. All right, okay, Gidget. All throw right. us our first. Oh, what's our topic? I don't even know. What are we doing? Okay. Seeing that it was my birthday mm-hmm. on the 20th of November, which oh. is when Yay, I wrote this birthday. quiz. Yeah. Did Yay. you want a birthday song? I have one right here. Did you want to hear that? Yeah, that? go for it. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm sure Brian won't know what I'm about to play. It's, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what he's about to play, huh? Yeah. I don't know what it could be. Here you Happy go. Happy birthday to you. There you go. Happy birthday from that <laughs> weird... Oh guy. shit! I just spilt wine all over my questions. <laughs> That's awesome. This is going to be interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I'm ready. Spill things, spill oh, wine. Yeah, congratulations. Oh That's no! Yeah. All right. Oh, That's your right. fault, Scott. Is it? Is it red or white? Yeah, red wine, white wine. White wine. Okay, that's not and so I, bad. Okay, and I, you'll still be able to read. You'll still be able to read the questions. Yeah, they weren't on your iPad or something. It's a smudge. 
Okay. Well, you'll oh, just, it's right. It'll just smell like a, a, a booze house. It's fine. Don't worry. It'll smell it. like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at midday. Well, Shiraska some questions, why don't you? Yeah. Because oh, we don't have I will. I can read them. Yeah. I like what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> and I turned fifty, so I'm in. I'm in your group now. Well done. It's it's okay Thank here. You. It's all right. It's a little. It's a little. Uh, we're a little tired on this side, but it's okay. It's fine. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, if I break a hip, you'll understand why. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I've put Scott first. Okay. All right. Through the smudge. All right. Um, what object wait what's the topic Lloyd... what's our thing what's our oh it's um 80s teen movies oh 80s teen so it's movies. What... movies yeah it's okay. what i grew up with and it's what you guys would have grown up yeah with yeah well. yeah i was a teen in the mm-hmm. 80s so this is great let's do yeah, it yeah exactly mm-hmm. all right yep okay number one scott uh what object does lloyd dobler john cusack lift above his head in the famous scene from say anything is it a a walkman B, a microphone, C, a speaker, or D, a boombox? Uh, that would be D, a boombox. Correct. Yeah, That's right. And what was the, so all, we all know that the original, or the song that was playing on there is In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. Hopefully that's not a follow-up yep. question, but originally <laughs> it was a song by Fishbone, a not, a not very sweet, slow, romantic uh, ballad, but it was a, a Fishbone ska uh, song that he was Oh, then, so when he actually box. heard really? it. In the first cut, you're saying that's what we would have had. Yeah. Oh, weird. That's what we would have had. Yeah, and that 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 song has become so intertwined with that movie that it's hard to imagine another song being played. I can't imagine song. anything but that. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know it's like yeah. it's like iconic, but yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. it's a bit like the whole Raiders of the Lost Ark, and you know Harrison Ford got it, but it was offered to um, Tom Selleck first, and everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I can't see Tom Selleck in it," but I could. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he Easily. could have done it. He could yeah. have done it. He yeah. made, if he'd have kept yeah. the mustache, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how that would have gone, but he would have been. He would have been okay. Um, I'm glad it was Harrison see, Ford. We need but. to watch uh, Quigley Down Under or Alan Quartermain or something like that and see. Do. Yeah, Quigley Down Under is great. And he still looks better than he looks better now than Harrison Ford does. So, dude, yeah, he, so, looks sorry, Harrison, than, he looks better than listening. anyone. <laughs> Everybody yeah. his age looks worse than he does. It's something about Tom Selleck's <laughs> jeans, man. Mm-hmm. He looks great unless he shaves that mustache and then he looks like a scone. And nobody yes. wants that. Nope. Yeah, no, he's a Mo guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he's a Mo guy for sure. All right, Brian. Mo guy. Mo guy. Don't get him wet. Don't feed him after midnight. Yes. So go I've, ahead, got, I've got this wet. This is this is soaking in in Chardonnay. Okay, Brian. Uh, number yes. two in in Pretty in Pink. Andy Walsh, Molly, Molly Ringwald, works mm-hmm. part time at a a hairdresser's, b a record store, c a supermarket, or d a strip club. Huh. Okay. I'm sure it's now. Here's this is where it's like, um, where I have to really separate the scenes because her friend runs the record store. Annie Potts has the record store. Mm-hmm. Um, where does Andy work? I know it's not a strip club. I know it's not a grocery store. Where is she? Where is she helping out? Um, my first thought was hairdressers, but is she actually working? Is she actually helping in the record store? I did say part-time because she's still going to school. All right. I'm going to say that she is helping out her friend Annie Potts in the record store. That is correct. Oh, well done. Okay. Good tracks. Yeah. Brian gets a big ticket. The Brian method is good where you, you know, you think it out and suss it out. Not to talk it through. Yeah, exactly. All right. All right. And it helps if you've seen it. 
that always helps. Well. <laughs> it definitely <laughs> helps. That's, that's kind yeah. of a that's kind of a key. That's oh. kind of a plus. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. All right, Scott. Um, who plays Theodore Teddy Duchamp in the coming of age film Stand by Me? A. Will Wheaton. B. Corey Fieldman. C. River Phoenix. Or D. Kiefer Sutherland. Give in the name of the character again. Theodore Teddy Duchamp. Teddy. Mm. Wow. Because she gave you four people who were in that movie. Yeah. Give me those names. Give, me, give me those four names one more time. Okay. Uh, so Theodore Teddy Duchamp, Will Wheaton, mm-hmm. Corey Feldman, River Phoenix, or Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Because in my head, Teddy's the the little fat kid played by, uh, what's his name? Chris <laughs> O'Connell. <laughs> But I don't think oh, that's no, him. Right. So uh, I'm going to say Corey Feldman. That is correct. Oh, yep. Very good. Yep. Yeah, Will Wilson sure. played Gordy. River Phoenix played Chris, and Kiefer Sutherland was the bully Ace. Right, Ace. I remembered. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't remember yep. who if Teddy was the little chubby kid or not. But since you didn't mm-hmm. include him, that made it easier. No, that was Jerry. That was Jerry, and he's turned oh, yeah, out Jerry to be O'Connell, a little bit more not, right, isn't he? Jerry not, O'Connell. Yeah, right. not Chris O'Connell's yeah. his brother. But who, which was it, Jerry or Chris that were in Sliders? Because one of the brothers was in that, and I never know, I never know which one it is because they're twins. Oh anyway. yeah, right. I don't know. I just know well, that Jerry's Jerry the one that's to, with uh, doing Rebecca. Re- Rebecca Romanoff. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. Jerry. She it's your it. birthday. Exactly. <laughs> he makes her wear blue. Exactly. He makes her wear blue paint. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, next. Okay, one. Brian. Yeah. All right. It's, yes. I'm sorry. You seem to be getting all the chick flicks. Um, in 16 Candles, what type of car does Jake lend to Ted to take Caroline home? Is it a Bentley, a Mercedes convertible, a Ferrari, or a Rolls Royce? Um, it's definitely a convertible, so I'm going to say it's a Mercedes convertible. That's what Colonel went with too, and now oh. that was me being tricky. No, it's not right. It's oh. not right. It's a Rolls Royce, but it's a Rolls Royce convertible. Oh, gotcha. Oh, and we're not giving Scott the steal. Oh, we didn't give me the steal. Okay. This, 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 oh, sorry. That's all right. Oh. I wouldn't have got I see it. See how dude. it works. I totally wouldn't have got I'm it. I'm 50. I'm not remembering things anymore. <laughs> That's totally okay. Dang it. Yeah. You, you, it, I, all I remember was that it was a convertible. I remember it was a very expensive car, and. Uh, uh, and, and that's all that's all that I remember. <laughs> yeah, that's all I remember either. Yeah. That was a hard one. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, Colonel only saw that movie this year. Oh, geez, never seen really? it before. Yeah, wow, he'd never seen it before. Weird. Uh, you teen boys, you just went to boy films, sure, but that's actually a very funny movie. Mm. Okay, Scott, all right, I'll remember the steal, I'll remember it. All right, right. Um, okay, so, uh, in the dark teen comedy Heather's Christian Slater playing JD was inspired by what famous actor? Was it Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Jack Nicholson, or Marlon Brando? I'll just say Jack Nicholson because he was always like him. So Jack Nicholson. Correct. So it was yes. like, sounded like greetings and salutations. Greetings. Salutations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. That would make sense yep. to me. All right. Quick and easy. Okay, one. Brian, yeah. uh, number six. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the, the second time... Wyatt and Gary tried to create a woman for Ian and Max in the film Weird Science. What do they create instead? Is it a Ted tank? <laughs> Ted Cruz. <laughs> uh, a ballistic missile, a submachine gun, or a jet fighter aircraft? 
It is a uh, ballistic missile that ends it up like right is. in the middle of the house. It yep. does. Right through the middle there. Nicely done. Yep. Nicely done. I'd kind of forgotten, so that was a good one for you. I forgot, I <laughs> All right. Hang on. Talk between yourselves. All right. <laughs> okay. That's a little wine. I'd keep it. Do you need a sippy cup for that? Yeah. Because last time you yeah, spilled it. Yeah, I probably need a bib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time you spilled it, you need an absorbent uh, bib. You made something. me laugh. I know. I know. <laughs> I know, that's what we do. Evil person. That's our job here. <laughs> that don't happy birthday to you. <laughs> don't play it again. Don't just. What is that from anyway? It's some TikTok. weird dude I follow on TikTok that does nothing but sing and thinks he has an amazing voice. And he does like covers of everything and they're all bad. Everything's bad. Off key. just. Oh my God. Horrendous. See, I'm not on TikTok, but I, I do like the guy that does um, famous movie themes with a recorder really badly. Oh that's yeah, one those of are my good. favorite. Those yeah. Are yeah, that guy's great. Uh, Jurassic Park, Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's I, great. I love I like all that, that sort of stuff. Okay, Scott. Yeah. Uh in number 7, in which film does Tom Cruise dance to Bob Seger singing old-time rock and roll? A, Top Gun, B, The Outsiders, C, Cocktail, or D, Risky Business? It's a Risky Business would be the answer. Of course. It is. All right. Yep. He comes swim. It comes out there in his undies and it takes the old records off the shelf and then uh, it has some gnarly sex scenes with uh, uh, not Rebecca Christina. De Mornay. No, Rebecca De Mornay. That's not it. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yes, it's absolutely. It is. It's definitely Rebecca. She's the one that rocked the cradle. The Have you ever done rocked? it on a train? Is yeah. She, yeah. Rebecca she was the hand that rocked the cradle. Okay. She's yeah. the one that where Q. Uh, well, I won't say what he did, but he did a terrible thing to her and. In that movie, The Hand of the Rocks oh, and Cradle. Oh, he did, yes. John Delancey mm-hmm. took one of his space fingers and, uh, whew. Anyway, continue <laughs> on. Well, while we're, talking, the, while we're talking, the wine is slowly soaking through every single note that I've got here. So time is of the issue, man. <laughs> so, yeah, we better, we better uh, keep it. Keep it no, okay, I'll, okay. Try and, I'll try and read it or I'll just make it up. Okay. All right, so that was Scott's. All right, Brian. What year mm-hmm. does Marty McFly travel back to in Back to the Future? A, 1972, B, 1955, C, 1907, or D, 4 BC? <laughs> it's uh, 1955. It's 30 years earlier than when he left. Correct. And he didn't go back to when Jesus was born. So right, yes. that was supposedly 4 BC. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, zero. Never go. Never keep keep going. Keep going. I missed that. No, what? Brian went. It's, it's already gone. Like it's a disaster. I might as well just tip the whole glass onto my notepad by now. <laughs> yeah, why not? But don't worry about it. Brian, I'll just Brian make zero BC would be. Or be yeah. zero right, BC is when he was born, right? Well, I did birth. look that yes. up. Yeah, four years later he'd be forty. He'd be four years old. He's the C. He's the C in BC. Yeah, he's the Christ. I know. I know. And there'll be people in Tadpole going off. Get you an idiot again. <laughs> I just know. I'm not even looking. And I'll go, oh, she's saying stupid shit again. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, okay. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know. New Testament, right. Testament, I could be wrong. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know. All right. I'm a Satanist. Who's next? No, not really. Okay. All right. Scott, number nine. Yeah. All right. Who directed 1985 Brat Pack movie St. Elmo's Fire? Was it A, Joel Schumacher, B, John Hughes, C, Robert Zemeckis, or D, Barry Levinson? Oh, that's harder than it needs to be. Shoot. Mm-hmm. 
Colonel didn't get this right either. Uh, huge fan of Barry Levinson's work around that era, but I don't think that was him. Um, Joel Schumacher sounds right. I'm going to say Joel Schumacher. Yes, you are correct. Oh, Very good. I was lucky. I, yeah. I wasn't 100% sure on that, but it did I'm, seem like, because we just talked about him because he died, and we were like right. thinking of movies, and I feel like we mentioned that on Film Sack or something. You know, it feels like a John Hughes movie. We all know it isn't. So I, I would have been able, had I gotten the steal, I would have been able to rule that one out, and I knew it wasn't a Barry Levinson movie, so really it was going to basically uh, depend on which one of the other two you picked. Yeah. And in my head, there oh. they there's a whole swath of films that were basically Hugh, either Hughes did them or they ripped off Hughes is what they did. Yeah, and in some yeah. cases they hired the same damn actors and brought them in, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what. Well, Josh Schumacher went on to do um, Falling Down. He did Flatliners, yeah. and of course he did The Lost Boys, which yeah. is mm-hmm. awesome. And Batman, um, uh, Batman so he was Forever. very diverse director. Mm-hmm. Don't forget Batman Bat Forever and Batman and Robin. Don't forget those. Yeah, with the nipples. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Give us the bat nipples. Bat nipples. Bat nips. Yeah, and this Sonelmo's Fire actually, the critics hated it. Absolutely hated it. And the plebs like us, that like just like movies that make us happy, we really enjoyed it. So I think it was made it was made for ten million and it made thirty eight million at the box office. So the critics can They can bugger off as you would say. Us, and turned us all into a man in motion. There you go. Nailed exactly. it. Exactly. And great yeah, great song. Yeah. Great song. All right, Brian. Yes. It's a Ferris question. Okay. All right. What is the name of the snooty restaurant Ferris Sloan and Cameron go to in Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Is it Chez Lamont? Is it Chez Quiz? Is it Chez Oulala? Or is it Chez La Guillotine? Oulala. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm ruling out. I'm ruling out the last two. What were the first two again? Chez Lamont. Chez Lamont and Chez Quiz. Q U I S. Probably Quee, right? Shaquee. Shaquee. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, All right. So you're not going to ask me about the Sausage King of Chicago. You're not going to ask me about uh, what was Gordy Howe hockey shirt that Cameron's wearing. I wasn't going to ask any of that easy stuff. I was asking the restaurant, and you can't change it. Yeah. Yeah, he gets he gets. Which movie did Tom Cruise dance to? That was pretty easy. I'll give you that. Uh, Are you having here. a whinge, um, Brian? He's whinging. He's whinging. No, I'm not. I'm totally not. I'm really. I'm stalling. I'm actually using a Brian Dunaway technique. Right. He okay. taught me. I learned from the master. Yeah, he's really good at this. Um, I'm gonna say it's Shaquie or Shaquis. That is correct. Nicely done. <sighs> I would not have known yep. that at all. So nice job. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was. Uh, it. I just knew it wasn't the last two. Hmm? Yeah. Good that Brian got it then. Yeah. Yeah. Brian got it. He totally yeah. did. Well, that's because mm-hmm. you asked him. See, he was the one you asked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. That wine is kicking in. All right. Next one. What do I oh, got? Okay. All right, Scott. Uh, number 11. What does Claire Molly Ringwald, the princess, give to John Judd Nelson, the criminal, at the end of The Breakfast Club? Is it her bracelet, her wallet, her earring, or her virginity? <laughs> well, she, I think she may have given him that earlier in the day, but um, uh, the uh, the earring, I believe, is what he again he because then he put it in his ear. Absolutely, yeah. Yep, didn't correct. Clean it, yeah, didn't wash earring. with alcohol. Yeah, no. Right out of her, <laughs> right out of her ear hole, right into his ear hole. Yeah, that yep. didn't seem like the up. most. It's not the most hygienic exchange in a film that I've ever seen. Like, but. no, not you know, really. You go to, you and, go to and you know Claire's what, boutique. 
and it's like 18 uh, alcohol swabs that they put on every everything that they bring even close to your ear. <laughs> yeah, they're just swapping them like nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's and he pro- he's a criminal, so he probably took that diamond earring and went straight down to cash converters and <laughs> flogged it or eBay. Cash converters. It. Not that there was yeah. any of that back then. Hold on a second. You got okay. a place. You got a place called Cash Converters. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes. Cash converters. I love that name. That's great. Really? I gotta go down to Tashi <clears throat> Station and pick up some cash converters. Some cash converters. <clears throat> that's yeah, amazing. Cash converters. We would- so you take all your st- your stuff down there that's worth like a hundred bucks, and then they pay you ten dollars for it. That's right. That's well, sure, but that sounds like a pawn shop. So I guess the same. But it is a pawn shop. Yeah. I love the name, though. We don't call it that here. That's great. No cash converter. Yeah, you need to change that. Us Aussies are under some really good things here. Yeah. In 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 the U.S., we uh, we just feel like pawn shops need to have the word pawn in the name of the shop and put either like USA or. Uh, the name of the city it's in, it's going to be Denver Pond, USA Pond, US Pond. Yeah, Pond. or Golden Pond. <laughs> on Golden Pond. Is, we Pond actually had one called Pond. On See, we couldn't, we couldn't call them that Pond here far. because we have prawns and porn. Like prawns, porn, and porn. So <laughs> oh, sure. they had to come up with I something different. Some, Otherwise, they thought they'd be getting uh, shrimp, shrimp and porn. Yeah. I traded some prawns for some porn at yep. the pawn shop. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Had some prawn porn. some prawns. Prawn cocktail. Don't include porn. You guys in your... have a prawn cocktail? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We call okay. it a shrimp cocktail here. Yeah. It costs two ninety nine after midnight at the Venetian buffet. But please continue. You can get the big. Oh, see, in the, Vegas. The, the prawns are the I big fatties. I can't wait to though. get back to Vegas. Yeah, all well, Vegas would be great. But but aren't the prawns the big fatty ones? You know, the the shrimps are like they're little, but the shrimp. A prawn is like yeah. a big ass freaking. It's a much bigger, yeah. It's like a langoustine. We, we basically we have all different sizes here in Australia. So we get the little tiny miniature ones, and we get the big green prawns. But we call them all prawns. We don't call them shrimps so, at so all. So even all a tiny one, about you don't call shrimp on the barbie gotcha. was made up by some twat. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, mm. it's Paul Hogan. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah. everyone in Britain. Uh, this is I don't I don't know not to offend anyone, but everybody in Britain and Australia they say twat. Over here, if we were to use the, the the terminology, I believe the pronunciation here is twat. So what? Why mm-hmm. we did? Why don't we say twat? Why don't we do that? It sounds less that harsh. Sounds weird. Well, for us, twat is our. Yeah, you're, 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 oh, you're Virginia. Oh, it is for us here. Yeah, it is here yeah, too. So, so yeah, it's not like well, here. It's it like ah, what do you call it? <laughs> what do you call a birthday cake in America? A twat. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but. But Fanny means something completely different here than it does over there. Yeah. It does. Fanny is our vagina as well. So we've got about 2,000 terms for a woman's <laughs> vagina in Australia. Vagina. Australians it's... have 14 different words for a lady's <laughs> but, vagina. But hold on. Yeah. So twat means something else or what? Same thing. Twat's mean, just a dickhead. It's the same thing. Oh, it... Twat is oh. a dickhead. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like a, it's like a euphemism, but, but it's also a nickname for privates, right? Uh. T- twat is a nickname for yeah. for a private. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so twat versus twat. <laughs> I just realized. I just realized that uh, that Gidget Juan Larue is uh, smoking a uh, the how they would they call it an fag over there. Uh, anyway, she's smoking a cigarette. And I think Twitch will ban you for that. So I'm just going to turn this camera over here to Brian and uh, <laughs> oh, stop. Stop. We'll look at him instead. Really? You can't, yeah. you can't yeah. show smoking on I Twitch? I think so. I yeah, think they're can. weird. I think they're well, weird about yeah, that. I'm not smoking a doobie or anything. No, no, no. I know that. I mean, if I had it, I would be, but I'm it's, not. It's totally fine. No problem with. I have no problem with it. But I think I think they have a rule. I could be wrong. I thought Twitch had a rule. That's all right. That's all right. I'll let it die over there. <laughs> okay. All right. So Brian. 
Yes. All right. We, we should just do a podcast talking about words that are different from America to Australia. Um, all right. So uh, this is a Footloose question. All right. So in the 1984 movie Footloose, why has Reverend Shawmore, John Lithgow, and the town council banned dancing in their town of Beaumont? Is it one or A, no one can dance well, B, music is banned so there's nothing to dance to, C, Ariel got pregnant from a dancer, or D, Ariel's brother died after a night of dancing? Shoot. Here's where <laughs> my lack of knowledge of Footloose. I didn't see, so kind of like the Colonel not seeing uh, uh, 16 Candles are pretty in pink until until later. Uh, I never saw Footloose. He hasn't Footloose. seen most I, of these movies. <laughs> yeah, I never saw Footloose until maybe about five years ago or 10 years ago or something. It was right before we watched her for Film Sack or, or a few years before we watched her for Film Sack. I think we watched it for Film Sack. Oh, we? yeah, we did. Maybe oh, yeah. we didn't. We did. We did. Okay, we totally good. did, yeah. Um, all right. Well, it's not that everybody's a bad dancer. Let's rule that one out. Mm-hmm. Um, is it that music is banned? I don't think music is banned because because um, uh, he listens to classical music and stuff. So I think I'm ruling that one out too. I'm going to say that it was Ariel's brother died after a night of dancing and carousing and and all that stuff. Losing. You are correct. Nicely Losing. done. Okay, good. Nicely done. Brian, Brian gets it. I'm going to celebrate, celebrate with a drag Brian. from my uh, magic yeah. wand. Oh, by the way, I did a little confirmation. It turns out uh, lots of people vape and smoke on stream, and it's not a big deal. So I didn't okay, realize yeah. that. I, it seems like I signed a thing forever ago that said something about me. I couldn't show <laughs> something. I can't remember what it was. Maybe it was penises. just having your wiener you can't out. That's show it. Penises. Yeah, it might be wiener. If, show I, if, I stood up and show, if I stood up and showed that I didn't have a bra on, you wouldn't be able to show that either. Right. We couldn't do that. That I know. And Brian, no. Brian no, proved that months no. ago when he sh- didn't wear his bra, and we got in huge trouble. Yeah. For that. <laughs> exactly. yes. Oh, big problem. We got the the cease and desist, and holy it was a mess, total mess. By the way, film sack one seventy seven footloose September uh, twenty thirteen. We did that one, so there you go. There you okay. go. Check it out. And we podcasted Good. it as well. We podcasted most of these. Mm. Okay, Scott, you get a Revenge of the Nerds question. Oh, all right. Okay, all right. In Revenge of the Nerds. In the Greek games during Homecoming, the nerds outsell the Alpha Betas by selling what? A, Betty's underwear. B, fairy floss with Betty's face. C, pies with a picture of a naked Betty. Or D, videos of the naked pie deltas. I don't remember. Oh, good. Good. I know they I've got took, this one. They did I've video. I know they took video, but it wasn't, they didn't sell it. They did take video. That's correct. They put cameras in the Pi Delta's house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the first? I love me was, some pie. <laughs> what was what was A again? Okay, A, Betty's underwear. Uh-huh. B, fairy floss with Betty's face. Fairy, C, what's fairy pies floss? with a picture of naked Betty or D, videos of the naked Pi Deltas. What's, a, what's fairy, fairy floss? floss? Is, uh, cotton candy, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're weird in America. Yeah. Fairy floss. Yeah, we call Hold it fairy on a minute. Floss. Fairy floss. <laughs> really? It's fairy called floss. fairy floss down there. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's news yeah, we need to, to do, me. We need to do this Australian versus America podcast. <laughs> How do we do? Yes, that actually needs yeah. an next quiz. It took yeah. my whole. Yeah. It took my whole <laughs> yeah. life to learn this. My whole life, I'd never heard of fairy floss until today. All right. Yeah, candy. It was also called candy floss originally, and then the the fairy council got involved and said no. You can't yeah. take that away from All us. All the fairies came in and went, oh, you just can't eat that. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. I don't actually fairy floss. I don't actually know this. So I'm just gonna guess. Uh Okay, get it. because I like hearing since I like learning this today, let's say fairy floss. Brian? <laughs> no, it's the it's the pies, which were really just whipped cream in a tin of pies. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. okay. <laughs> I remember. Whipped cream. So, yeah, they would just take the, the the pie tins and just wipe out all the whipped cream and look at naked pictures. I forgot. Okay, now that you described it, it totally. I remember yeah. now. And the only reason, I, like, look, and growing up, that thing was forbidden fruit in this house. Nobody, my parents would not let me near that freaking movie. I was too young for it or whatever. <laughs> and then I saw it later and really? then forgot about it. And then saw it again for film sack and then forgot about it. I just don't. It's not one of those movies I had on repeat. It's like Porky's or any of those. They just weren't around here because my parents would have murdered me. So I just didn't see those movies very much. So I, mean, I, grew up, I grew up in completely the opposite household because my brother and I grew up and we lived with my parents and my grandparents who had this big house. We all had our own TV room. And when the movie Caligula Uncut was released and my parents bought it on beta, my brother and oh my I God. sat down and watched it. And I remember my parents walking in and just going, well, they got to learn sometime. So Wow. We, we I've watched- never seen Caligula, but I've heard... That it's it's like the nine and a half weeks of seventies. Uh, it's 70s it's film. it's crazy because you've got one half of it 60s. like quite a serious historical movie, mm-hmm. and Malcolm McDowell's great in it, and you've got Sir John Gilgood, you've got Helen Mirren, uh, and then they didn't know that all this porno stuff was happening at the time as well and being put in. But I don't believe that because Malcolm uh, he was involved in a lot of it, so he knew. So it's a fascinating movie. It's fascinating. Uh, It's kind of horny. So you should check it out. uh, Now you big boys. Mm. Yes. Okay. That would be totally allowed. Sure. (laughs) Finally. Finally you can watch it. Finally. Yeah. Phew. (laughs) Okay. So Brian, uh, number 14, in 1985 adventure film The Goonies, the kids find a treasure map to whose treasure is it A, one-eyed Nigel, B, one-eyed Sparrow, C, one-eyed Willie, or D, no-eyed Regaletti? <laughs> it's also what I call my uh, privates, one-eyed Willie. Oh. Yes. Well done. Easy work. <laughs> you call your privates. <laughs> his colonel, he means. That was private. My cur- <laughs> oh, don't call it that. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> Yeah, gotta get that right. All right, does well, that mean number? Does that mean number? Weird. Number fifteen is the last. Is my last? Do I get the last question? No way. Yeah, you get the last question, so you can either redeem yourself or Brian takes it. All right. All right. Wow. So, number fifteen in the hilarious film, and it is hilarious. Better off dead. What is the name of the ski captain Beth dumps Lane Meyer John Cusack for? Is it A. Johnny Boy, B. Chad Rivers, C. Roy Starlin? Or D, Bobby Douche Poodle. <laughs> I, oh, Bobby I love Douche that. Poodle is the best name I've heard since Lucy from Oklahoma. I love that name, Bobby Douche Poodle. I, I am not Lucy. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. On, I, on I, we believe you. We truly bed, believe I, you. I'm not we totally, Lucy. We 100%. We hundred percent believe you. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. No, you don't. Yeah, no, we do. Yeah, yeah, we totally no, do. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, we're, we're gonna, avoiding Scott's answer. No, I know right, the so answer. I know Johnny the answer. Boy? I know who this is. It's John- Roy. It's that Roy guy. It's Roy. Roy Stalin. That is correct. 
Yeah, wow. I always remember it, Roy, because he was a super dick, and that douche poodle name is probably more appropriate. Well done. Wow. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I love okay, I'm glad poodle. I didn't get you to steal that uh, because I don't remember. I remember $2 from that movie. I remember French dressing and French fries. Mm-hmm. And I think that's about all I remember from that movie. Yeah, and then uh, Booger was in it. Booger. Ricky. Ricky. Yeah. Monique. Yeah. This is a, this is a funny film. It's you guys a great movie. Right? No, we love it. We it's love it. It's a great film. Yeah. I know. I and love not the only that, And not only that, the, the actress that plays Monique is really social on Twitter, and you could probably actually get her on really? to have a chat about it. Yeah, she did intros for us for our podcast <laughs> of Better Off Dead and uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and she played the oh, princess. Oh, that's right, because she was one of the princesses. Is she actually hmm. French? No. So she just does the French accent in two, eight, two monumental accents, yeah. 80s, 80s movies. And, yeah. Yeah. I want the guy yeah. that played Booger. Get me Booger on the phone. I Curtis Armstrong. I, 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 he's on Twitter as well. So, yeah. yeah I've, I've, and I, I recently got a, the, got a retweet uh, from 20, 20 Katane. Yeah. Oh, you know, the really? hot chick on the car in yeah, White Snake right. video. Yeah. yeah. The, the Bachelor the bachelor Party. Uh, uh, like, yeah. So, uh, uh, if you do get Curtis Armstrong to uh, to to be on the show, and you can ask him if he ever stole the Anselmo contract. Oh yeah, we should ask that. See how <laughs> that moon, goes. Moonlighting, re- moonlighting reference, well done, everybody. Brandon. No, four only people got that. about four of you got it. Well done, well done. Yeah. Uh, Gidget, yeah. fantastic they're, time they're as always. They're all little babies in the tadpole. Yeah. They're just little younglings. Oh yeah, they're just. We need to get know. our lightsabers and. <laughs> yeah, but they live in a time where they can see anything anytime. I think that they're going to be well versed, well educated in the in in old stuff. And, which is great. I wish I'd have had that when I was younger. I may have appreciated things from the fifties and sixties and stuff, and I didn't. I did. I, I didn't grew up exist. in a, a movie household. My mother showed me all, you know, all those old black and white movies, all the Hitchcock stuff, all the George, mm-hmm. George Cukor stuff. I, I saw all about Eve and Letter to Three Wives and Psycho, and oh, wow. I just grew up in a, a movie household. And then yeah, later on porn. Um, so <laughs> quite the cinephile. <laughs> So anyway, so if people want to follow me on Twitter, yeah. they don't know how they spell Gidget the standard name. It's G I D G E T. I my name is spelled G I D G I T, not E T. I T. You hesitated there, and I got nervous. You weren't sure how to spell your own name. It's like you're like you're an information, the information technology specialist, Gidget. Yeah, there you go, Gidge I T. Yeah, yeah. 4 a.m. in the morning, uh, that's guys. That's fantastic. Okay. And, uh, um, people should so, follow yeah, you. So feel free to follow me at Gidget Von LaRue on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, feel free to follow our Retro Cinema Podcast Twitter account and follow us there. Uh, we recently did the Steve Martin movie, which is one of my favorite Steve Martin movies, The Man with Two Brains. Mm. Uh, we did that last week. And this week, just tonight, we released our top 10 films of 1984. So I posted the links over on Discord. Uh, so check check them out and come and check out the Retro Cinema Podcast because we love our 80s movies. Oh, very nice. Go check it out, everybody. Cool. It's Gidget. We'll see you next time. Bye. You know, I got a... Well, I guess I could go listen. I want to know what their top number one 84 pick was because 84 was a busy movie That year. was such a great year for movies. Yeah, maybe one yeah. of the greatest of all time, certainly in our circles. Uh, yeah. All right, we're going to take und break when we come back. I don't know why I'm being German here about it. <laughs> we're going to talk to Wendy. A quick reminder that this show and everything about it is supported on the backs of you, dear strong listeners. That's right. You carry us through the desert and bring us to the other side via Patreon at patreon.com slash TMS. Head on over there. Check out the great rewards you can get and support your favorite morning show. That's right. Patreon.com slash 
TMS. All right, before Wendy gets here, Brian's going to play a song for us. Brian, what do you got? That's right. I'm going to show off a T-shirt I'm wearing today, which is from an 84 movie. I'm wearing a Gremlins T-shirt right there. That's so cool. He's all like cybery 3D and stuff. Yeah, exactly. He's wearing his 3D glasses all troned out and stuff. Anyway, let's talk about a band that I want to play for you right now. It's a band called Boy Destroy. Boy. Um, This is cool. This is like uh, I'd say maybe on the 21 Pilots kind of uh, area, the, the Imagine Dragons kind of thing. This is a Swedish artist who goes by the name Boy Destroy. Um, he's got a brand new, is it just a single? It might just be a single. It is just a single, but it's a great single. It's called As Time Goes By. He's released a couple of these. War Paint was the uh, previous single. I can't remember if we played on the show or not, but he's released a couple of these and they're both really, really good. Here's his brand new single. There's a video that goes with it. As Time Goes By by Boy Destroy.
guys. Let's talk about Magic Spoon. The episode's brought to you by them. Oh, just sitting down to a bowl of something more healthy is a good feeling, isn't it? For me, growing up, cereal was one of the best parts of being a kid. But I had to give it up because it was full of sugar and junk. Stuff you shouldn't eat. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, you don't know any better. But I can't do it now. Definitely, I can't do it now. But anyway, trying to cut down on carbs and sugar and unhealthy food in general, I basically realized I can't eat almost anything anymore. (laughs) The things I used to anyway. But hey, how about breakfast being good again? Well, Magic Spoon's got you covered. Zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, and only three neck uh, grams of carbs in each serving. And so many people have asked. And now I can finally tell you. You can build your own custom variety box. Yeah, that's right. Much sought-after feature of the service, and now you can do it. You can choose from the best-selling cocoa, fruity, frosted, and blueberry flavors, plus brand-new flavors, including peanut butter and cinnamon. I haven't tried the cinnamon yet. I'm kind of a cinnamon nut, and I'm sure it'll be good because that other stuff I've had from them is amazing. Anyway, it tastes amazing. Honestly, too good to be true. Really, it is. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. I think my favorite flavor has always been the cocoa. I like me some chocolate. And knowing that I'm not killing myself while eating it is a really nice feeling, too. And it tastes great. It's very, very good. Go to magicspoon.com slash TMS and build your own custom variety box and try it out today. And be sure to use the promo code TMS at checkout. That way you get free shipping. Magic Spoon is so confident their product is backed with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they refund your money, no questions asked. That's magicspoon.com slash TMS and use that code TMS at checkout. We thank Magic Spoon for sponsoring today's show. invaded by aliens from beyond the stars. The aliens unleashed a new breed of weapon, machine life forms, that all but annihilated human civilization. The handful of survivors that remained fled from Earth, seeking refuge on the moon. For a ghost, you bleed just fine. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Yeah. Hey, uh, before we get Wendy on here, yeah. Could I get you to uh, switch our our switches to a different region in Discord? Maybe that's part of the problem. Because I. Let's move us over to central here. something. There's a long pause before you hear it. Uh, here we go. Here we are. Hello. Okay. Central time. Okay. I wonder if this is hopeful. Hopefully this is better. I just don't want to talk over when it yeah. accidentally. No, you should be fine. It was, it's, um, I don't know. It sounds like it might be better, actually. Okay. I did switch this mid-show. Right. I switched this mid, mid-gidget, but it never, I oh. couldn't tell a difference. So I don't know what, maybe it is different now, though. I don't know. I have no idea. Okay, cool. We yeah, shall see. Like, um, we shall cool. see. All right, we're going to call Wendy, get her in here, see what's going on. Today's more uh, topical, less about a specific uh, issue from someone, which uh, sometimes is fun because, you know, Wendy's involved in the latest and greatest in therapies and, you know, how to help people and all that sort of stuff. Sometimes it's not all about one person. It's about all people. That's right. All people. 
Even Hispanic. No, how's it go? I don't want to do it wrong. <laughs> yes. Right, I, I know. I don't it's, it's, uh, <laughs> both black people and white people and all people and Hispanic people. People too, yeah. It's a long old <laughs> reference. It's not us being stupid. We, we promise. That's right. It's the Red Real House. Old. That's right. Yes. Oh, hi, Wendy. Hi. Hi. Oh, wait. Don't go anywhere. Everyone knows it's Wendy. It's Wendy, my sister. She has an I in her name and she's here like she is every Thursday that we can manage it anyway. We didn't have one last week because of the uh, Thanksgiving and the week before that I was out of town. So we have missed. And the week before that, your internet was dead or something. Yeah. There are... Oh, wait. Where... No, you were here the week before that, weren't you? What happened then? I don't no. remember now. Oh, no, no, no. no, no. You're right. That Thursday I got home. I don't the format works anymore. Weird. Thir- th- three or four Thursdays in a row, no Wendy. That's that's jacked up. Yeah. It's Sorry, wrong. Everybody. It's wrong is what it is. I don't like that. Well, I do like having you here, though. Uh, she's my sister and a professional therapist. Helps people all the time with real problems. And today, she's on the show to help us with our fake ones. Just kidding. They're not fake. They're always real. You guys are always real and great. <laughs> Except today, we don't really, uh, like I mentioned earlier, did not do an email Instead, you're going to tell me about... I'm going to, let me read this from uh, our discussion. No, don't read it. I'll just explain it. Okay, explain just... it because I'm fascinated. Every time you come up with an acronym, you don't come up with one. You tell, <laughs> you tell me some hot new acronym, I know that it means you're excited about some new thing or some new idea. So let's get right into it. What do you want to talk about? So uh, this whole thing will be just a big fat uh, commercial for realsteps.org. Okay, okay great. Um, <laughs> because... Uh, we did something this last round that was really cool, and we're going to do a lot more of it in the next round. So if you find this interesting, because everyone's probably thinking, oh, you're just going to make me exercise and drink water. And it's like, no, that is like just a fraction of what Real Steps is actually. It's basically therapy with a little bit of health tips is what it is. Mm. Um, at least that's how I see it. So, okay. Anyway, so I did this with them as a group, and it was awesome and so if any of them are listening they know what i'm talking about and they might be nervous uh because this the what makes it a little risky is of course i can't see any of you i don't know if i'm making everyone cry or not (laughs) yeah yeah there could be consequences so uh here is your warning if you are emotionally and psychologically fragile then just step off the call right now um, but if you feel pretty stable, this, this might be something that's really interesting for you. Okay. So it's called IFS and it stands for internal family systems. Mm-hmm. And it is a therapy, um, protocol thing that has been around not too long. Uh, it's really just come into the awareness of most therapists in the last couple of years. Um, you know, there's always lots of theories and lots of types of practice and lots of things that mm-hmm. go on in my industry. And um, anyway, this one's the hot new thing. And for good reason, because it is. Really what, is cool. it, what does IFS stand for again? What's the acronym? Internal family systems. Okay. So right. I'm going to explain it first, what it is. Okay. Um, and then if any of you uh, are looking for a therapist, Google your therapist who also knows how to do this because it's freaking magic. <laughs> mm. Now I know it's not magic, but uh, it's, Amazing, okay. amazing what has been happening with my clients. So it's really, really fun. So anyway, um, yeah, let me explain why it's even called Internal Family System. So the guy who started is named Dick Schwartz, which is a great name. And he is uh, like the chillest dude in the world. I love watching him speak. He's just so like calm. It's funny. Um, anyway, his he was trained as a family therapist. And so for years and years, he's working with family therapy. And so one idea of like, if you've never been to family therapy, you maybe don't 
quite know what it see it what happens in there, but let me just give you a little idea. So imagine a mother and a father and a kid, and they're there's a therapist, they're kind of sitting around the room and they're talking about whatever. And the therapist asked the child to share some of um, his feelings, some things he's struggling with. And out of the corner of the kid's eye, he can see his dad getting flustered or maybe red faced or, you know, shifting uncomfortably. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the kid kind of quiets down, right? He's not going to really say, Sure. What? Because clearly he just made dad uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what a therapist would do in that situation, a family therapist, it's very much about, <coughs> sorry, it's very much about the sort of uh, the dynamic in the room as well as just like people's emotions. Right. So the therapist would actually ask the dad to scoot back. So he was no longer in the eye, the, the corner of the eye for the mm, kid. Okay. So keeping him in the room, but not, but just out of peripheral vision. Yeah. Out of vision, okay. and you know, t- he's monitoring sort of who's speaking, and you know, making sure everyone feels safe in there. Well, that kid's not going to feel safe to open up if he sees dad getting grumpy. So right. you you have dad physically scoot back. Okay, so then the kid can open up and share more, and you know, then we know what's really going on. Okay, so that's that's not all that happens in family therapy, but that is an example of um, sort of a dynamic that occurs in family therapy that you can you know, watch happen and you work with it and it helps families communicate better. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what he figured out was, eh, I can do that with somebody internally. Like they've got parts of them that jump out and get grumpy and then other parts that quiet down because that other part is out there jumping around and being grumpy or whatever. And I can work in the internal world of an individual kind of similarly as a family structure. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's called internal family systems. Okay. So that's the, the origin of the name. Sure. And what's amazing about it is that it's really just really, 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 really helpful. So I'm going to do a little experiment with you guys. Okay. So buckle up. <laughs> um, and what's cool about IFS in particular is like, um, not that this is, I'm, I'm doing a little taste of therapy here, people. So I don't have any consent from any of you. This is illegal. So it's up to you what you do with the things I'm saying. Right. I am not responsible. <laughs> okay. No, and what's actually, what's actually really cool about IFS is it is not dangerous. Actually, it's, um, you, you're not necessarily like stirring up the pot and leaving someone to their own devices. It's actually quite the opposite of what I'm saying. It's actually Really amazing. I'm going to stop saying it sounds, Okay. You're pretty okay. excited about it for sure, but it sounds like a disease. Yeah. Like someone says, oh, you got irritable femur syndrome or something like that. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, and, so we, we both immediately went to IBS when we heard IFS. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we did. I know. I know, which says so much about you. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> here's the thing about this too, is that I, it's not that I thought I knew most how the brain worked or like I, I understand every theory or whatever. Not at all, but I have been doing this for 20 something years and you know, I feel like I have a good sense, but this is beyond anything I've ever experienced with people. So if I sound super geeked out, it's because I am finally really geeked out about something. <laughs> uh, in fact, to the kids, we all had dinner the other night and we all talked about what we geek out about. And it's, mm-hmm. I geek out about few things, but I am geeking out about IFS pretty much every day. So I feel like I've joined the world of, of geeking, geeking out. out. Welcome to welcome to this side of the uh, barn. Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I geek out about Lord of the Rings, so there's something. But minus that, there's not a lot that I think is I could just talk about all day. (laughs) But I can talk about this, which is why I'm making you guys do it. Okay, thank you, everyone, for joining my As Boromir would say, one does not simply geek out about Lord of the Rings. You have to be a true fan. (laughs) By the way, did you know in uh, the scene... See, I'm geeking out. Look at this. I'm geeking out. Already (laughs) happening. Yes. Uh, Okay. You know when they're all uh, at the council of Elrond and you have my axe and you have my bow and all that. Yeah. And he's looking down and he's pushing his eyebrows for a mirror and he says, "One simply doesn't walk into Mordor." He Mm -hmm. kept forgetting that line, so it was written on a piece of paper on his lap. That's why he's looking down. (laughs) Really? Do you know why yeah, that's great? great? Because it became this meme of all memes. Like it's totally. one of the biggest memes ever. And yeah. that's great to hear that. That the origin of that of that meme is from I always love it when they're from like not from mistakes, but from like weird setups where it's like oh, you couldn't remember say I'd have a piece of paper there. Also, why is that yeah. so hard to remember? That's weird for Sean B. Well, about. it was whatever beforehand or something, I don't know. But you know, you watch the the blooper reels, people can't remember basic stuff sometimes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Plus After he was he was probably he's probably obsessed with this thing this thought in his head like they're probably going to kill me again in this movie I die they're <laughs> running out of colors <laughs> coming that's fantastic anyway so there's my first geek out here's my second one all right, all right so what I need everybody to do is just trust me <laughs> okay we're trusting you we trust all right, you. trust me yep. no it's good Fully um trust. okay so I want. Everybody to think about a thought pattern or emotion okay. that gets in your way. It annoys you. It's something that you kind of wish these thoughts or emotions didn't just come in and take over. Oh, I have those. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to work good on you. Um, all right. So think about something. And again, it can be thought patterns or it can be emotion stuff. But it's got to be something that kind of repeats itself, shows up pretty frequently. And so I'm going to use you two as my litmus test. So when you're ready, you just tell me, yep, you got it. Okay. I got it. Okay. I've got okay. it. You got it. Okay. I have to tell you what it is, right? I can nope. Just nope. It. Nope. This okay. is how we keep it all confidential. Because it has to do with a co-host. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, shoot. That's right. That, <laughs> you kidding. said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. Oh, no. But it might have to deal with somebody who could be listening. So that's why I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, don't tell. Ahead. No, no, no. No, in fact, what's kind of amazing is I am able to do this with someone without them ever revealing any sort of confidential em- emotion oh. or uh, information, oh. which is not normal in therapy. Let me say that. Okay. I can't wait so till anyway. the end of this where you're going to go, is this your card? But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a magic trick, but it does. Okay. It totally does. All right. All right. All right. So you got your pattern or thought, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. thought pattern or emotion pattern. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, all right. You guys are ready. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, we're okay. good. So I want you to focus on it. And then I want to see if you can find the feeling of it that it brings up when you're thinking about this thing in your body. So can you feel it? Maybe it's in your heart or your head or your stomach. Oh, no. I have diarrhea now. Oh. Just kidding. I don't. Um yeah, so you're okay. saying what sensations do you experience when you think about that thing? Yep. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So you conjure the pot, the pattern of the thought, the emotion, and then like where are you feeling that in inside your body, and what is the sensation that you feel? See, that's weird because I don't think like I've ever a thought knot that. in the pit of my stomach. Yes, oh, really. Brian's wow. doing it right. Good job, mm-hmm. Brian. 
So mm-hmm. not in the pit of your stomach. Okay, so you've located it. How about you, Scott? Uh, Where do you feel it? I'm I'm moving my right foot rapidly. I do that. Nice. And I also okay. I also know that I I reach back behind my head and scratch the back of my head a lot when I think about this. Mm. So leave it to you to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> So Brian has a very usual yes. reaction, which is the pit in your stomach. <laughs> no, just kidding, Scott. That's totally fair. Um, you know, people have described sometimes they can feel it like their skin crawling or maybe it, it, there's like a dull ache in their head or their throat feels tight or something, right? Okay. So everything's normal. I'm just messing with you. Okay. So okay. Scott, you scratch your head. You shake your right foot. Yeah. Very specifically. Kind of twitch it, okay. like kick it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's some kind of nervous energy there. Okay. Yeah. So now, hopefully, everyone has located this uh, feeling in their body. For some of you, you may go, I feel nothing in my body. And it, there's one of two things happening there. You're really disconnected from your body, or um, this thing doesn't bug you that much. <laughs> so pick okay. something that really bugs you. All right. um, so you're going to locate it in your body, and you're going to just for a moment here, we're just going to notice it. So this feeling, so now we have a sort of, a location of it a little bit. So we just want you to notice it. And then I want you to notice how you feel towards this thought or emotion. And then if you guys want to, you can tell me, how do you feel towards this thought or this emotion? emotion? Yeah. Angry. So you're angry towards it. Okay. Angry towards the emotion itself. Like, I don't want to feel like this. Um, Scott, how about you? I feel angry that I can't just ignore it. Mm-hmm. So you're angry at the emotion um, because it just won't disappear. Because it like just doesn't not, go away. Bugging. I can't think it away or wish it away or make it go away. Yeah. Got it. So you're angry at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Damn so thing. you you may not. Well, Nothing. I, I said damn thing, but I'm just being an idiot. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> okay. So clearly I asked you to conjure something that annoys you. So of course you guys pick something that would annoy you. So that makes a lot of sense, right? (laughs) That you are not liking this thing very much that, that keeps emerging this thought or this feeling. Right. Um, So often you may fight with this feeling or you may try to ignore this feeling. So those things make a lot of sense. Sometimes you might even hate some of these feelings, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So we're going to try this part and this is where you got to just go with me here. And it really helps. To close your eyes, you do not have to. Anyone listening, it's always, you know, you have the right to keep your eyes open. But there's something about closing your eyes that just really helps, um, I guess, stop all the visual stimulation stimulation to help with this. So it's going to get a little weird. So everyone just hang on. Close your eyes. Um, and what we're going to do right now is we're going to see if that, this part, you know, we'll say that part of me. So there's a part of you that is feeling these things, thinking these things, but then this other part of you hates that feeling or hates Mm -hmm. that thing. So it's kind of, you're you're bifurcated here. There's two parts going on. So I want you, the you part, the Scott and the Brian part, I want you guys to really see with your eyes closed if you can, because I can't see you if your eyes are closed. Close your eyes. Okay. They're closed. All right. I want you to see if those parts that hate that other part, so like you who hates this part, mm-hmm. let's see if you can just relax it a little bit. The part that hates it? Mm-hmm. Just like think when of calming s- that part a little bit, just when relaxing you say that it. part, you mean like just the, like. The part that you, the part that 
you feel the hate towards the oh, hate Scott. Towards. You hate your this pattern or this feeling that resides in your foot and the scratching that of that can't. Head. Yeah, that you can't do anything about it or can't yeah. not. Yeah. So when you say that part, I'm trying to physicalize this. The part when you when you refer to part, I hate my foot. <laughs> so it's you, really. Yeah, he hates these cans. So really, we're just talking he, about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm saying part because that's the language here. But the right, so the, the you that hates this part of you. Okay. That is wait, wait, wait. So way. I'm so I'm focusing on the thing that hates the feeling of the pit in my stomach that comes up when I think about this thing. Not yes. I'm not hating the pit in my stomach. I'm nope. hating the okay. All right. Nope. And and that okay. part that hates the pit in the stomach, mm-hmm. that's the part we're gonna see if we can relax. This is a lot of Doctor Strange layers. Like I am like <laughs> I'm in I'm in the astral plane. I'm in mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I love it. Here's the okay. thing is I'm not making you guys do the visual version of this because I can't uh it would break confidences, <laughs> but uh-huh. it is incredible when you do the visual work. Really? Of this okay. too. Yeah. So if you have weird images that pop in your head, awesome. You just don't have aphantasia like I do, but uh, a lot of people can really imagine things. So it's great. Don't, don't try to control them and don't try to, uh, don't overly worry. Just whatever shows up in your brain shows up in your brain. It's all good. Hmm. But what we need you to do is to f- take this part that hates the pit in the stomach and hates the, the shaking foot emotions and see if it can relax and, mm-hmm. and see if we can replace some of that hate or just scooch that over a little bit and see if we can bring curiosity in here. Okay. By the way, just a side note, this is why my brain is so effed up. All you it had is. to do is say the word aphantasia and all I could do now, all I see is dancing Autonomous. Yeah, I see the cartoon, and that's all I can see now. Okay, with a wizard's hat. Yeah, here's what I need to do, Scott. I don't try to do anything. (laughs) Just let it. If it's that, it's that. It doesn't matter. Okay, that's the part of you that hates that that's happening. Is the part we need to chill. chill. Right, and actually, that shows that you're kind of relaxing into this thing, and you're not focusing on the thing that that hates the foot. Yes, yes, it just is. Okay. All right. No, that's good. Okay, but but I like this idea of letting curiosity in where where just yeah. nothing but anger was. Okay, so I'm so li- letting curiosity and even if curiosity is an image, it's like a little guy that comes in. That's okay too. So don't try to control what this looks like. It's all good. It's going to feel weird though if if you are very visual. So anyway, curiosity is now coming in, and here's the thing: for some of you, you're not going to get there. Curiosity might feel like a stretch because that hates pretty strong or that anger is pretty strong or those, some of those feelings towards this part. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but do your best. Okay. And here's where I'm going to have you do a pretty odd thing as if this isn't odd already. <laughs> oh, now is when we, now is when <laughs> shit gets Everything weird. is normal. If you guys would shut up and listen. <laughs> no, okay. So, I, have new, I have a new thing to hate. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I want you to do this. Your eyes are closed. We are now being really curious, or we're trying to be really curious towards this part of us that previously we were feeling some anger and hatred towards. Now we're just being curious about it. And I want you to, here's, here's the odd part, but just go with it here, is I internally, inside, I want you to ask this part that's in the pit of your stomach mm-hmm. what it wants you to know. And I don't want you to think of the answer. I just want you to wait for the answer to come. Just sit and wait. So ask it what it wants you to know and 
wait for its answer. What we want our curiosity to know. No, 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 no. No, we're asking, like, you're, you're asking your curious. twitching foot what it wants you to know. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, an answer. oh, Yeah, don't think of an answer. Just you're visualizing yourself and you ask this part what it wants you to know. Hmm. I just see Fantasia stuff. It's not talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All really, right. So, that not just clammed up. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sometimes that happens. So I want you to try something else. Okay. So let's add a little, like a little more relaxed. Okay. And you're just got to be curious. Like, what is it actually about? Like, what is it trying to do? It's like it has a job, right? This pit in your stomach has a, this emotion keeps coming. It keeps showing up around certain things. What is it trying to tell you? So, so don't answer. Okay. I'm not answering. Not <laughs> do you have answering. a question other than? No, I was going to answer. So I'm not going to answer now. <laughs> okay. But so I, really, no, just really quick. Yeah. I, this is the hardest part of this is just to listen, right? To, to what it might be offering to tell you if you if you focus on it and ask it what it wants to know just listen see if something mm -hmm. pops up and i can't tell if it's if it's really the subconscious subconscious answer that it's giving me or if i'm just answering with what i think it wants me to uh, you know what i think it wants me to know and this is really common because you guys are you guys only you two. yeah everyone's an overthinker they mm -hmm. and and so that's what's tricky about this if if you can, okay, here's a new rule. Don't talk. <laughs> We're doing Because normally people don't talk the whole time. Well, yeah. Um, okay. So just be quiet. Okay. So going back to this idea that you are being curious about this part of you that keeps showing up, okay, that you have these hard feelings for, but we are channeling our curiosity. So I'm going to have you to try this other thing. I want you to ask this emotion or thought. And if you have to visualize it as a separate thing, that's really mm -hmm. helpful for people. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, I want you to ask it internally, what is it afraid of or what is it afraid would happen if it didn't keep pestering you? If it didn't keep just mm. showing up. And then just listen. Yeah, I'm not getting anything. How about you, Scott? Uh, I get this feeling of, it's weird. I get this feeling of like, it doesn't know why it's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It, like it doesn't know good. like why, if I could talk to my foot and say, foot, why are you, why do you twitch when you think of this thing you hate? Or not twitch, but you know, wiggle around, and it's and it's ba the answer is basically I don't know why I do it. <laughs> I just do it. Okay, so I want you, Scott, stay with it, Brian. You're lost, cause yeah. Scott. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally joking. Okay, I know, I know. <laughs> I want you to stay with it, Scott, and yeah. I want you to just ask a little follow up question about it. Doesn't know why it's doing it, but ask it why it what it's afraid would happen if it didn't do it. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, that actually, my my sense of that is pretty immediate. It's yeah. that I won't be 
on top of it uh-huh. that I won't that I won't have um, al- the alertness for the the thing that I yeah. that I that I have convinced myself that I need. Like yep. it's a it's like having a it's like having some a kind of a ready aim ready aim ready aim kind of thing, and I'm not never firing. And it's yeah. like he's just I'm so it's just keeping holding. you ready. Yeah, keeping me yeah. ready. Yeah. Interesting. That's very good. Hmm. And and uh, it makes a lot of sense. I don't even know what this thing is, but I can tell you already that makes sense mm. that it's keeping you on your toes. And it's so, so, so Brian, we can do yes. this with you for a second okay. here. So, yes. so you, it's even if you, you that, it's telling okay. you that the chicken was a baby the whole time. <laughs> okay. So go to your pit of your stomach again. Uh-huh. I will not be deterred by your jokes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go to the pit of your stomach. Yeah. And just, just like be really relaxed and curious, like ask it why it's there. What's its job? Is there something it wants to let you know about it being there? The, I mean, the, the, the thing I'm getting from it, and again, I mentioned this earlier, but it's, it's almost like it's telling me to be forgiving or be, be leaf on the wind about it. Mm. Like I am with other things Okay. to just be like, you know, let it go. Kind of, kind of thing. Gotcha. Okay. So do that next step here. I want you to ask it. What is afraid will happen if it doesn't keep pestering you? If it doesn't do this job of. Of, of being a knot in the pit of my stomach. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't do this, what's it afraid would happen if it doesn't keep trying to remind you? Hmm. Um, like it's it's acting as a warning. Like it's um, uh, a warning about. I don't know, like falling for um, lies and and disbeliefs and things like that. Yeah. So it's protecting you. It's protecting me. Yeah. And so, Scott, yours is similar. It's protective. Yeah. 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 This is interesting. Now I'm wanting to have conversations with all my parts. Yeah. Oh, I promise. It's (laughs) super fun. So here's the thing. There is not a part of you that is evil, is pure bad. Every part of us has a protective function. So what we just did is we took a part you both hated or were angry at a minute ago, mm-hmm. and we shifted to curiosity and openness and listening, and it just gave us a reason to understand it differently, right? Which is, it's here to protect you. So I want you to do two more things, three more things. I'm not going to ask you questions to answer out loud, but just kind of do this internally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just ask it one more time. Is there anything else it would like you to know? And you can just keep that answer to yourself. So I'll just wait a second for, for you to do that. Ask it if there's just anything left it wants you to know. Hmm. Okay. And then... Ask it if there is if it's if there is something it's protecting. It's not only trying to protect you here; it's protective. But is there another part that it's protecting? 
<laughs> That's interesting. And if you want to share any of it, you can. It's just this where it gets more personal. I mean, it's interesting because my, my, my immediate sense after that question was this feeling of um, it's uh, almost like the answer is like, you're always cocked and ready. <laughs> so this mm -hmm. is your default stance and you've done this for a while now and you probably need to adjust it because you're going to fall apart you'll fall apart. Like eventually you're going to, you can't, you can't, uh, a bow is a good example. You can't hold a bow at full pull yeah. forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you're gonna, you're gonna lose strength. You're going to have it pull back. You know, you're not, you can't do it. You can do it for a while and you can make it you know, for whatever reason, that metaphor keeps rolling in my head mm -hmm. as I ask that question. So, so then the, the question to follow up or even just another layer is that what it's, why is it cocked and ready all the time? What is it protecting? Oh man, I don't. That I, the answer right from that is it doesn't know. Yeah, <laughs> and well, I that's because there's probably a couple layers in front of the thing it's protecting. Yeah. Um, okay, so so I want you both to do something, and everyone else listening who's doing this. This has got to be weird to if be If you're driving, don't else. keep your eyes open. Yeah, keep your eyes <laughs> yeah. open if you're driving. And also, I'm sorry, I can't give you specifics to the things you're saying because I can't hear you. Um, Wait, you but, said, can I say one quick thing? You said all the body, yeah. all, all our parts are not, there's no evil parts, right? That's what you said. But I yep. watched a movie called Zardoz and it said this. The penis is evil. I'm just putting that out there. It says the penis is evil. So I'm just, you know, I'm not saying movies are everything. You maybe... just undid 20 minutes of therapy, Scott. <laughs> I couldn't help yeah. it. It's a comedy Here's morning show. Great. I couldn't help it. All right, go back, go back. Here's Sorry. what's great about this is that it is not like uh, hypnosis or anything where you have to like hold the, the mood. It does make it take longer and is annoying, but it is not. It, it's because these parts are always there and they're always ready to chat with us. And they're, they're, our whole system internally is it's like a dysfunctional family in there, right? which is this part. So Scott, I'll just take a minute to analyze you for a moment. So you have a part that keeps everything cocked and ready. Yeah. It is on the alert at all times. It doesn't even know why it's doing that. It just knows it needs to. And there's probably other parts that come in similarly to make sure you, you know, da, da, da. And most times, so, so we have terms for these. These parts are called managers or firefighters. And they tend to be, they manage all the things, make sure everything is done. So like, a perfect example would be someone whose house is perfectly clean and they never overeat. Like they're just managing chaos or the feelings with, you know, behaviors, right? I always picture someone in like a little suit. Mm -hmm. And then the firefighter is like, you know, the, the big hose under their arm and they just crank up the water and then <laughs> wash everything away. That's our, um, we, we dive into sort of disappearing into Netflix forever, or another world in a video game, or drugs, alcohol. And it doesn't mean all those things are always firefighters, but it's the thing we use to escape pain. That's considered the firefighter. So we got these managers and firefighters. But guess who they're protecting? They're protecting what we call the exile. And the exile is a very wounded part of us or a vulnerable part. So it could be, um, it could be feelings of worthlessness, or it could be um, abandonment feelings, or I'm not good enough, or... Things aren't safe. So very primal, usually very young child parts of us 
that have been hurt in some way. And so we've got all these firefighters and managers out there protecting that so we don't get hurt again. Mm. And so when someone has been traumatized, those exiles tend to have a bigger role to play in that family dynamic. And so we got a lot of managers and a lot of firefighters working to protect them. So what this is, is asking some of these managers and firefighters to, to help us understand them. Like what are their roles and what are they doing? So I want you guys to do this final thing. So keep your eyes closed. Hopefully they're still closed. So if you found that these, this part we've just been working with, so the pit of the stomach and in the foot is protective. There's something about it that's protective. I want you to, to do something that might seem even more weird is I want you to see if you can extend some gratitude to that part for its attempt to try to protect you. Thank you for your service, not in the pit of my stomach. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So you just kind of thank that part for what it shared with you and that it is doing this hard work. Well, it's interesting. In that'll, this, do, in, that'll do, not. In these, <laughs> in these, tight, these closed-eyed discussions I'm having with my foot, um, I'm also realizing that there's a whole brigade working together there, and it sometimes means like horrific sciatic pain. It means... I'm, I favor this side. I sit, I'll sit and lean this direction sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like I'll lean into it. Uh, when I sleep, I tend to curl toward that side. Like all this stuff's popping into my head about the way I use my right side. And I never really thought of it as more than just a physicality thing. Um, it's not. Yeah. So that's a really interesting, I hadn't really thought of it in any other way actually till now. So this is what I really love about IFS. You can open your eyes. First of all, take a big breath. (sighs) okay now i want you to do something i almost forgot i want you to just brian i want you to put your mind's eye back on the pit of your stomach and tell me how that feels has it changed at all um it uh it feels like i can still conjure it up if i think uh, of the thing that bothers me but it's it's uh it's hollow and at least i know i know why it's there and yeah, we've come to an agreement, uh, Ed oh, and I. Fine. Yeah, you yeah. you found. Some... I feel I don't feel like it's it's um, not your friend yet. No, I don't feel like it's my enemy anymore. So I feel like uh, yeah, good. I feel like nice. We got you're on the right track. Very good. Yeah. All right. How so about the next Scott? step How's is your... what? Like Brian will send me an email and tell me how he feels or what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, so Scott, all right. Pay attention Hold to your Scott. foot. How does it feel now? Um. I'm not just saying this, but relax for the first time in a long time. Oh. Like I'm not annoyed by it. It's almost like a, to give it further description. I would. It's a bit like you know, restless leg a little bit. Uh, yeah. That feeling of like, oh my gosh, my freaking foot. What's and you're kicking it and in the sheets and stuff, trying to sleep. It's that sensation sometimes. And the more st- if I'm in a stressful situation, it just goes over the. It's just over the top. And right now, it's it's kind of dormant and not doing anything. Which is weird. Okay. I'm not used to that. This is how this feels like magic a little bit. Um, and it's really not, but it does feel like that. I mean, I, I have to say the things I've watched people do in my sessions and figure out, I, and I don't have to figure any of it out. I could just guide them to talk to the parts of their body. It's really mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. Like it really is weird, but I'm going to tell everyone this. If you have had any kind of interesting experiencing with this, it really would be worth your time to find a therapist who does this. Um, but also, just for funsies, go watch Inside Out. Hmm. Because Inside Out is a perfect example you of how Pixar it really movie? works. The Pixar movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, interesting. That movie is that. It mm-hmm. is that. 
Ah, that's funny. You're right. Well, like let it, me just tell you, they consulted with a lot of the right people. Yeah. And it basically is IFS. Interesting. Because, I mean, there's there's nothing new about us in creative endeavors saying, all right, let's anthropomorphize something. Let's make it humanish. You know, let's let's assign humanity to a tree, and then now the tree can talk and hang out with you or whatever. Um, and in a lot of ways, that's what that movie does with emotions. But mm-hmm. now that you say that in this context, I, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you watched it now, you'll see it the whole thing very, very differently. Yeah, I love that. Um, so they consulted with a lot of people. In fact, I have done IFS sessions with people who have not seen that movie and they will describe a wall of memories made out of marbles. It is oh, so weird. weird. <laughs> so wow. I don't know. I feel like I, it's like, you know, science and voodoo all mixed up. But the cool part is just, I mean, your pit of your stomach isn't hurt so bad and your foot isn't shaking. It's like, okay, well, that measurement on its on its face is just, it's calming it's, and really, the idea here is that you befriend the parts that are doing all this work to protect you. How we act is that we hate them and we banish them and we wish they'd stop. If we stopped and just like got curious about what they're trying to tell us, it's fascinating what we learn. Mm. Interesting. My so that just blow everybody's really mind. Cool. My yeah. foot, my sciatic, and half of my back were my friends all along. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out if you would just listen to them and talk to them. And if you know me well, and some of you really don't, and some of you do, um, you will see that this is so far out from how I normally do things. This is like for the first couple months of me doing this kind of work, I was like giggling, <laughs> like I am, this is not how I operate. And we're talking to parts of you that are weird. I mean, I just thought it was so weird. And I just cannot deny that it is massively helpful for people. And so now I just talk about it like it's normal. And I sometimes have to remind myself, like, you might sound crazy to people. Because if you think about how we've, we sort of traditionally have thought about mental health, it's that there shouldn't be voices in your head. That's not a sign of mental health. But the truth is, everyone's got a million voices in their head. Mm-hmm. And if you only had one, you wouldn't actually be human. Um, mm-hmm. Or you would actually be in trouble if there was just one. <laughs> and so it's not that the problem is you have many voices. The problem is the warring between them and the parts being, you know, polarized and in conflict. Yeah. So just like that family therapy session, you are working to heal the system by moving parts around and understanding them and their roles. Right. There you go. Amen. Fascinating. <laughs> well done. And, and one of the voices in my head does sound like Amy Poehler. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Perfect. Good. Oh, well, mine yes. sounds like that guy from The Daily Show who played Anger. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, uh, J- 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 oh. no, Jack Black. Uh, Lewis Black. Lewis Black. Lewis I got Lewis Black Lewis in my Black. head. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome. And the penis is not evil. I don't want to put that out there as a, as a truth. It's just something Zardoz taught me. <laughs> anyway, uh, Wendy, always a, a pleasure. Um, I know Thanksgiving went okay because we saw you on Thanksgiving. That was fun. That whole big phone. Fun. That was exactly like real Thanksgiving. Everyone talking over each other. Some <laughs> old people being grumpy. Like it was as if we were together. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Everybody kind of played their role. Um, it was really great. funny. Yeah. Awkward My favorite part, I don't know if you know this, but Taylor and Dylan just kept talking and I would just keep muting them and they didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I heard, I heard about that because they were super yappy. And then toward the end, they were like, I think she's just muting us. And I said, she probably is, you guys. You guys are talking like you're full of sugar or something. Hilarious. <laughs> and I just kept watching their faces and they'd be confused. I don't know. That brought me a lot of joy. Yeah. For, awesome. for whatever reason, I mean, that's the one difference between this and the old 35 person uh, get together is 
you had control over this like system of muting right. and switching. Oh room. my God. That was kind of fun. I just like bring people into groups yeah. and like make sure I wasn't in a group I didn't want to be in. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you do the wishbone uh, remotely? Uh, oh, we, oh, shoot. We didn't do that it this a, year. I know. Yeah. Well, it would have been dried by then already, but you know. Yeah, but I don't know yeah. where the boat, I got to go find out if we kept it. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm horrified by this. We do this every I know. year. Can you believe it? Wow. What have you done? COVID. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, the funniest part of the night for me was my Korean brother, Matt. And it, it doesn't matter that I say he's Korean, except that just, just to give you some context, Matt is a, is a wackadoo. He's the funniest, weirdest mm-hmm. dude you'll ever meet. And he's so funny. Anyway, he's there for a while, but at some point he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. So he holds up a piece of paper that says, I am leaving. Bye. <laughs> like he doesn't say anything. <laughs> Doesn't say he it. just holds up this little piece of paper he wrote that says, I am leaving, and then he just disconnects. And Probably because he couldn't get a word in edgewise with uh, Dylan and Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It, it was, was very really fun. Um, by the way, so my Real Steps uh, Discord channel, um, someone posted that I, <laughs> says, Wendy, totally IFS the entire tadpool today <laughs> oh. <laughs> on TMS. <laughs> and someone else said, just listening right now, this is hilarious. Um, they are too crazy and opposite of relaxed. Agreed. Well, yeah, because we're on a show that's, crazy. you know, we can't, that's the other You're thing. You're not doing, doing therapy, the, I get it. Yeah, we're doing right. the best we can given the circumstances, but uh, I, you know, I st- it still got me further than I've been in a while. And if I was in an actual therapy situation, you know, you'd have a nice It'd be amazing. And, you should try yeah. it. And then someone else said folks in the chat aren't getting it either. So here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, this is high level, highbrow stuff. And if you don't get it, sorry. You just don't get it. You're not part of the club. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. It was worth a shot. I mean, it's an experiment. I appreciate you being game. It's not normal to do public therapy like this, but there's oh. some real cool stuff about it that... My foot yeah. has never been more People relaxed than right now. I know. I, I know, been, right? I haven't, I've been, I haven't been flitting around or doing anything down here, and that's just normal for me. So, so take this as your homework assignment, Scott. The next time your foot is doing its thing, yeah. stop yeah. and have a little conversation with it. Be curious. See what happens. Hey, foot, knock it off. I'm no, sleeping. it's not oh. like that. It's like gentle, nice, friendly. All right. Hey, foot, come hang out. Let's be free. You and I are oh, pals. Absolutely. Here's Absolutely. A, here's Loving, a nice sock. Here, check out this warm sock I'm going to put on you. How's that feel? Oh, okay. Yeah, good. Nice compassion, a little gratitude. You'd be shocked at how well it will work with you if you're nice to it. That's fantastic. Uh, go check out realstuffs.org and keep an eye on it for when uh, there are openings in the next uh, sessions and stuff. I think that's cool. You guys have a Discord group. That's a great way to keep it. Yeah, they're going. amazing people. Uh, yeah, we're going to start in February, so I'll talk about it more as it gets closer because oh, right. February will never be here, except it'll also it'll be, be here tomorrow. It'll be here somehow. tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. I mean, you were here for four weeks and we barely noticed so and not because of you, but <laughs> wow thanks just okay. time's just weird man uh anyway it's uh my sister wendy everybody check her out on instagram as well she's wendy dunford over there and uh we'll talk to you next week all right bye bye now bye <laughs> really interesting stuff <laughs> that's awesome that was really cool that's pretty cool there's a whole big old wikipedia article on this thing too if people are looking for basics on just what the method is and uh, some of the science and studies behind it and stuff, you can go find it. At, uh, it's just internal family systems model or just search IFS on Google. That's how I found it. So cool. worth checking out. Okay. I think we're done for now, except a couple emails, quick things to get through here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dodd Vickers, I wanted to mention him. We're going to give him a little bit of this right here. Friend of the yeah, he's been a friend of the show forever, and we really mm-hmm. like Dodd. He's cool. He also has the coolest job. He does like location scouting uh, in Georgia so for cool. like yeah. TV shows, The Walking Dead, did some stuff for the Marvel stuff. Like that dude's just mm-hmm. all over it. 
Anyway, he says, during the filming hiatus uh, brought on by the pandemic, I started a podcast that I've been considering for some time. It's called Locations on Two, which you can find at locationsonto.com. It's all like the the, the two is spelled T-W-O, like two, number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also everywhere else you get your podcasts. It's a series of interviews with other location pros discussing the many experiences and projects that we've worked on. I've published 20 of the 30-plus episodes, and I'm already recording with many more in the works. Of those, several are voting members of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. Ooh, that's fancy. That's really cool. Yeah. He says, in addition, I was asked to be a guest on uh, Roger Deacon's podcast, Team Deacons, which uh, you can find over uh, there as well, which was an incredibly flattering thing. In addition to causing a jump in my IMDb star meter, it also caused a spike (laughs) in downloads of my show and gaining some traction. He says, "I'm a huge, uh, uh, or as a huge film of Film Sack. You think you mean? I think you meant fan. Oh, fan, fan of, of Film Sack. Sack. I was wondering if my behind-the-scenes show might be a nice compliment <laughs> to your efforts. Well, I freaking agree. And in fact, I'm considering maybe even putting some of these on the on the mega feed or something. See if people want to hear these because cool. they sound fantastic. Cool. Anyway, I want to give him a shout out. So go uh, check it out and uh, show Dodds some support. Check out his show, Locations on Two T W O. Very and, uh, cool. We love Dodd." He's the one that put the Obey Henry sticker on the on stuff yes. all over the set for like John Ratzenberger TV show. Right. And exactly. Yeah. Like so you, you know. Cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, I love his his uh, appreciation of the show and his way of of, of showing it. Um, yeah. What's her face? The redhead from uh, Six Feet Under has a Coverville T-shirt because of. Uh, oh no way! Because of uh, because of him. That's so she cool. She's awesome. She's my favorite person on that. Sh- on uh, she's one of my favorite she's, actresses. Period. She's great. She's great. She really is great. Oh. Uh, one other thing going on is Tadpool Santa. It's hap. It help help. It's happening. Oh, no. uh, yeah, this is where if you're brand new to the Tadpool, this is where you can get a little secret Santa gift in the mail from another Tadpooler. Who doesn't know you? Who might remain anonymous? Um, usually, it's stayed anonymous with me. I haven't let anybody in on who I've gotten, or and the people who've gotten me haven't let anybody know. But I'm in. I'm in the mix. So mm-hmm. if you get me, I really uh, I get you one thing that that you want that you talk about in your request, and then I throw in a bunch of other random shit from the <laughs> from the studio here. Yeah. But uh, regardless, you should do this. Sign up at uh, bit.ly slash Tad Santa 2020. Nice. Bit.ly slash Tad Santa 2020. And you can choose just to be domestic, just um, uh, send something to somebody else in the US, or you can choose to help somebody out internationally. Um, but it's a really, really cool thing. The, the key is you've also got to send something out. People. Oh, yeah. You, you can't just, it's it, not yeah. just all about you, it's about somebody else. Yeah. But it's really fun to get something for somebody else. It's really, really cool. Yeah, I agree. Uh, give that, so go give check that, it out. Give that link one more time. Yep, bit.ly slash Tad Santa 2020, all lowercase, bit.ly slash Tad Santa 2020. Santa. Let's Sorry, do I'm something gonna... cool with 2020 and get it before we kick it the hell out the door. That's what I say. Um, I'm putting this in here so I can remember to put it on the site. So if you guys get lost, you'll see it on the site oh, cool. as well. So there you go. For that. Uh, oh, that's a good reminder also that Carter's still running her stocking stuffer uh, charity campaign. A hundred percent of the profits are going to not only families in need, but families in the community. We uh, I didn't make this clear last time I talked about this, but if you go get her artwork pack that's got art from me, art from her, pins, stickers, magnets, just rad stuff, 
things for Mandalorian. I did a cool wow thing in there. Postcards. Literally, they're actual postcards if you want to use them for that. Um, anyway, 25 bucks and all of it goes to these families in need. And they are in our community. So they are tadpoolers slash frog panthers who are in a rough spot this year due to COVID, due to other stuff. There, we, We've got people in this community who've gotten wrecked by hurricanes and we barely bring that up anymore. Yeah, wildfires. I mean... <laughs> crap has happened this year beyond COVID. Yeah. Just more crap has happened. And we want people who can't afford it to have a great Christmas. So that's what we're doing this for. And my two daughters are running it. Um, I'm just here to help promote it and to contribute to it. So go check it out at Carter or sorry, Miss Carter Art. Sorry, I keep screwing that up. Miss Carter dot art slash shop or just go to Miss Carter dot art. It'll get you there. And uh, you'll see it right away. It's the stocking stuffer there, and it's uh, be just in time for Christmas. They're actually here today, getting a bunch of these packs ready, uh, working cool. on that together, and it's really awesome to see. So we want to help you guys out, uh, or have you guys help us help others. So let's get it done. Uh, the one other thing I was going to say about that was what it was. Oh, shout out to um, oh, I don't know if he wants us to say his name, so I won't. But we have a listener who's been listening forever. Sent Brian and I a note on Twitter. Uh, just saying how great it was to have the show and make him laugh during this weird time because basically this is what happened. He got COVID a while back and then since then has been experiencing seizures. Never had this stuff in his life before and it appears to maybe be connected. The, the Some people get some pretty awful complications post-COVID infections in their lungs, sometimes neurological stuff. Like it's a bad deal and he's going through some of that. He knows who he is. I don't want to out him so I won't say his name but uh, dude, we're just thinking about you and hope you're hope you're doing okay. Very cool. Uh, Brian, uh, Coverville today, today uh, right? Yeah, Coverville today, 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Uh, someone that I've never done an episode of Coverville about, Christina Aguilera. She is turning 40 uh, this week. Jeez. And Yeah, I know. And uh, so in addition to the stuff that you're predicting, like what a girl wants and genie in a bottle... Um, there's going to be some, some stuff in here. And, and what's really cool is because it's covers, it's like, oh, it takes it into a darker version for this song, or it goes really weird and acapella for this one, or it goes, and I guarantee you, there is some, some heavy rock stuff that you're going to like. I'm playing one of the first times I've ever done it on Coverville. I'm playing a song that's actually got some screaming screamo elements to it, mm. which if you know me, if you're <laughs> any listener to TMS, you know that I typically don't like that but it really works for the song I'm going to be playing it in. So nice. uh, check that out. 1 p.m. Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. You heard it here first. Brian's in a Dutch death metal. Fine. That's right. Give, a, give me all of it that you can muster. <laughs> all right. That's later today. Uh, in the meantime, if you're looking for anything else from us, frogpants.com slash TMS. And of course, you can follow us on Twitter. We keep talking about that. So here it is. Morning Stream. Also, Scott Johnson and Coverville. And you can email us, themorningstream at gmail.com. Let's get out of here with a musical sensation from Brian. Yeah, this is a quickie right here. William from uh, Slidell said, Slidell, my wife lived by Slidell. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Well, maybe they don't know each other. This is is really cool. This is from a series that, um, that this guy put out on his YouTube channel all summer long. No, not Billy Joe Armstrong, but similar kind of thing. Rick Astley, who was never going to give you up. He's never going to let you down. And he's never going to stop surprising us with really weird covers like this one. Here is Post Malone's Better Now, covered by Rick Astley. (laughs) 
I did not believe that it would handle Everything in second to the band So Y'all not even speaking to my friends, no But you knew all my uncles and my aunts, though Twenty candles blow them out and open your eyes We were looking forward to the rest of our lives Used to keep my picture posted by your bedside Now it's in the dresser with the socks you don't like And I'm rolling, 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 rolling With my brothers like it's Jonas, Jonas I'm drinking Henny and I'm trying to forget But I can't get this shit out of my head You probably think that you are better now, better now You only say that cause I'm not around, not around You know I never meant to let you down, let you down Would it give you anything, would it give you everything You know I say that I am better now, better now I only say that cause you're not around, not around You know I never meant to let you down, let you down Would it give you anything, would it give you everything I seen you with your other dude He seemed like he was pretty cool I was so broken over you Like big bulls on what can you do Just wonder what it's gonna take Another power no a bigger chain Become no matter how my life has changed I keep looking back on better days Probably think that you are better now, better now You only say that cause I'm not around, not around You know I never meant to let you down, let you down Would it give you anything, would it give you everything You know I say that I am better now, better now You know I'm only kind of not around, not around You know I never meant to let you down, let you down Would it give you anything, would it give you anything I swear to you, I'll be okay. You're only the love of my life. You probably think that you are better now, better now. You only say that cause I'm not around, not around. You know I never meant to let you down, let you down. Would it give you anything? Would it give you everything? You know I say that I am better now, better now. Say that cause you're not around, not around You know I never meant to let you down, let you down Would it give you anything, would it give you anything You probably think that you are better now You are better now This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Woo! Woo! <laughs>